everybody, and welcome to We Are Doom, the Soccer Rangers podcast, where we focus on conventions, cosplay, and Power Rangers! Oh, what? Not just, yeah. That's right, we're breaking it oh, up. God. There's no edits this week. We all just saw Power Rangers, and we're going to go and talk about it first in a spoiler-free segment. And then after that, we're going to spoil everything about the movie. So if you haven't seen it, you'll want to stop at that point. We'll be telling you that it's time to go and stop listening. I'm not sure yet. But anyway, in case you don't know who we are, this is me, Robert, the Red Ranger. I'm Tyler, I'm the Black Ranger. I'm McKenna, I'm the White Ranger. And I'm Cole, I'm the Green Ranger. And he's way too laid back. But yes, as you heard before, we all saw Power Rangers. We've been waiting for this for a very long time. It's only been like two decades since they were in theaters. And oh my god, I'm an old man. I am a really goddamn old man. Tyler, take over Shut for a minute. Up. I'm going to go cry in a corner. Oh! Okay. This is the void. There is no corner. You can't, so, you can't hide. Well, you can build a corner. Don't. I think but, you but ran don't, out don't, of don't, popsicle sticks don't, on the shirt. Don't say what he can and can't do, Cole. Okay. He used okay. all the popsicle I'm, 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 I'm having it. I've had it. He'll, up to he'll here. build a corner out of void moose and let him be. I've had it up to here with your flat attitude. That is nothing but flatness and no corners. <laughs> round. It's very obtuse. Round. Very obtuse. Uh, okay, round I'm going to come back now. This is, this is not going to go well. This is not going to go well. didn't go well at all. See what you've done? Should just should have just just gone and went just gone just gone and went with it, okay? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But we're going with it now anyway. All right, back back to action. Anyway, so so as of let's see, it was 2017. Yeah, March 24th, 2017. 10:25. PM for me and Tyler. The weather was plus six and raining. Did it rain? Yep. It stopped raining by the time the movie started. That's true. And then it rained later. Yes. I wore a nice jacket. I didn't. Isn't Isn't that interesting conversation we're having? (laughs) So we we saw a movie. We saw the movie. I went into the movie thinking, as everyone seemed to have thought going into the movie thinking, not to expect much. And with that various thing. As did I. I think it was like better than we thought it was going to be, and we already thought it was not as good as it was going to be, and so therefore it like kind of doubled or quadrupled in how much we thought it was going to be, and so we all enjoyed it. I don't, I don't know. I haven't talked to McKenna yet, but everyone else, yes, enjoyed it very much, yeah. especially all the people in the movie theater who I saw it with. I yes. my theater was completely full, and everybody was clapping at the end. Yes. My theater was also we full. We had clapping in the middle, so. <laughs> we didn't have any clapping. We had just the, when the one quiet part, we hear Cole go, "Oh!" <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting right next to you, you asshole. I know oh, that's I the problem because the damn scene and everyone was quiet, and then Cole goes, "Oh!" All right, all right. Let, let, let's let's come back to that a little bit later. We'll get into the spoiler corner because I want to see if it's the scene that I think it is. But you know, let's. Uh... Get a lot of things during the movies. Oh, Cole is not very good to go see movies with because he just <laughs> doesn't understand how he doesn't have a filter. So uh, he just basically says things that are in his head out loud while watching the movie, and you're just like watching it, and then he just blurts this loud thing out, and you're like, It was not that bad. Not that we can talk about we were still bad. I used to be really bad a lot worse. Still pretty bad. Ladies and gentlemen, take a drink. Yeah, fucking yes. bickering Canadians. Fuck, I need a drink. I'll be right back. 
All right. Well, Tyler. So Robert. Here. So Robert, what did you think before you walked in? Okay. Okay. So you guys know I overanalyze everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. You guys know I spend way too much time researching things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys know on how I'm not the biggest fan of Project Almanac. I have no I'm idea what that I is. Directed this movie. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I went into this with fairly low expectations. I was sure that there was going to be at least a good written story because we know that Brian Cranston only decided to join up for the film after he read the script and went, yeah, yeah, I see a lot of potential in this. Mm-hmm. So I knew at least that part was going to be good, but I wasn't sure how the acting was going to be. I wasn't sure on how the flow was going to be, how the cinematography was going to be. Mm-hmm. Because this was all I, new actors. Like, all the Rangers were all new people, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, and they're they're not very they well known. Did, but they, if you will, yes. Yeah, exactly, yeah. They're, they're not established actors yet. I mean, and there there's a couple of people in there that have done a few things, but nothing... No, None of them, I would say, have made it big yet. I mean, probably the best-known one is Becky G, and honestly, I was glad that they didn't play her up too much in there, because... I hate it when they go and build up just one celebrity. You know, it's just a, this yeah. is an ensemble piece. Every person had to go and build on each other to make her a great film. And at the end of this, I was standing up and I was clapping with everybody else. I was very happy with how it turned out. I th- I don't think this is a stretch saying this is the best Power Ranger movie, uh, actual theater release or television that's come out. I don't know. I can still debate with the first one. I, the first one, I, the first one has a lot of flaws. Like I would say that I enjoyed the first one more because it's just pure sugar and fun. But as a film, it's pretty flawed. I think this one still it, has flaws. But yes, but it is flawed in basically the same way the TV show was. So it was I as if the that. TV show made a movie. Yeah, and it's exactly it. It was the TV show movie because it had it all was. the same actors. It was all the same things. They had some updated stuff. They got the Ninjetti stuff. It was uh, still pointed towards the kids that were watching that movie at the time. It wasn't really pointed towards adults like this one was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. it wasn't the nostalgia for us that were kids when the first one came out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I think I think I still. I think they're both good. I'd still say the first one is like got that nostalgia as in that when it came out it was perfect for that time. And if a movie like that came out now it wouldn't make any sense or it wouldn't be directed towards us where the one that came out now is more directed towards that nostalgia because of all the references in it that are towards the original show that you had to watch when you're uh, as uh, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Cole. It came out in ninety five, Cole. Oh yeah, you're right. It was. Yeah, I I would agree partially with that, but like I said, the story itself is actually really well written. This was something. So the I story, probably... I feel like I've seen the story before. Oh, totally. I, I, have, <laughs> yes. I have watched. I've watched and, and Breakfast Club. That. I have <laughs> watched. Uh, the fuck was the other one? Um. The superhero one where the kids find get superhero camera chronicle <laughs> chronicle yeah it's like fucking breakfast club and chronicle mixed together yeah it's exactly what it is not gonna argue chronicle wasn't a really good movie 
I, I, I really enjoyed that one as well. Honestly, I got initially... Confused. If you're going to steal, steal from the best. <laughs> yeah. No, I, seriously. I mean, that that's considered one or to be one of the best quote-unquote superhero films to come out in a long time. And Chronicle? honestly, yeah, no joke. Oh, I felt it... When I watched it, I felt it was really weird because it was all found footage style. And it, that part just felt uh, forced. Because, like, every time it'd be like, oh, why do you have a camera? Oh, no, I just got a new camera. I just want to try it out. Oh, okay, well, I'm going to try out some of my superpowers right now. It's just like, okay. So, it just, that it, that always pulled me out of Chronicle. That's what just felt weird for me. Mm-hmm. Is the fact that I'm not going to argue. Yeah. I wouldn't argue that either. Her, yeah. but. Yeah, like I said, I mean, granted, this is definitely a film that's being fueled by the nostalgia trend, but yep. it was more than just a nostalgic film. Oh, totally. You know, I, I have to give this one yeah. credit because it actually worked. And I mean this seriously because I really hate some of the reboots that have come out where they either completely ignore the source material or they try to play it too close to the original and it can never match up. Mm-hmm. This yes. took the right elements, and it definitely borrowed a lot of themes from other films. Yeah. And ones that I would make the argument probably did them a little bit better. But these guys actually found a way to walk the tightrope between making a film that had both the nostalgic marketability, but also being just an entertaining film. I went with two other people, and both of them had never seen the original Power Rangers. And getting to go and hear their take on it versus what I got out of it, we all viewed it really the same way. I got a little bit more out of it with the references and some of the more insane things. I'll admit there was some inappropriate laughter at points uh, coming out of me. But you have to admit, though, they did make some really funny jokes in there. They did. Yeah, yeah. They started off with a very funny joke. That not, first not, joke is just like, no. what? No, what? No, no, that was really? not a funny joke. That was not that a funny was hilarious joke. joke. Yes, it was. That it was, was hilarious. No, no, that's a joke that's been played like a million times over. <laughs> but no, still, but you're kind of joke you don't expect to hear, and they just threw it out there. I, I, like, I'm I, lost. I, we'll, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk okay. about that. I think. <laughs> like, what no. joke are we talking about? Less than, less than three very minutes first. into the game. Less than three minutes into the actual show. Yeah. Oh my god. Cow the cow joke. Yes, the cow joke. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. I want to say is like, I kind of agree with you on the nostalgia stuff because they put in like the taglines for things they would say, like they threw in the morphing line. They threw in the, ay 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 from, uh, from, from alpha. alpha. They threw in, um, fuck what other lines they throw in. They threw in lines. Oh, mm-hmm. make my monster grow. They put that one in there too. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they put in the lines and they didn't feel forced or like just thrown in there in such a sense that it accentuated yeah, it. They weren't there just for throwing in a line. It was yeah, it, it, definitely it, organic in the moment. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, so it's that line. Even they it's do. morphing time, which I was dreading going and hearing that I was waiting. Where, where is this coming? Where, how are they going to work it in there? And it just flowed so well with the emotion of the particular scene. It came in. It's like mm-hmm. the hell. <laughs> Also, that the actually good with the, uh, <laughs> the homage with the uh, music uh, yeah, and yeah. like the shot-for-shot shot scene they did. Yeah, several scenes. Yes, S- several scenes. I don't think they had more than one that was like shot, like 
because this like this is the one I'm talking about is like they had the Power Ranger theme going, and they had. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but it was. I'll just say it. Fuck it. I'll just say it. It yeah. was the Zords running because that's yeah. like literally that's, that's a well, shot. No, there, there were several shots before that that were also pretty much straight from the original. Mm-hmm. I've probably, I probably I don't know for you, but I have seen the original of the last six and months. the swords running so. thing is literally from the the trailer, yeah. so you're not giving yeah. anything away there. Yeah. No, but like the way they shot it is like yeah. it's that's how it was every time they morphed in the TV show. The Zords would be running in that pattern with the music playing, yep. and it was just like that's that's the TV show right there. That's what it looked like, except these Zords yeah. look different. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I guess when we get to these spoiler parts, tell me what kind of scenes you also saw that were shot for shot because I'm trying to think of them and I don't really okay. remember any of them. So. I see. I wrote my write up in my notes that I sent to Rob because I didn't know if I was going to be here tonight. Um, mm. On my r- bus ride home from seeing the movie, so it was all still fresh in my mind. Ooh. So okay. And that's what I'm working off tonight. All right. So why why don't we just go over a couple of the elements piece by piece here, and then let's just go and give our critique, and then we'll go and get into the spoiler corner and talk about our favorite, least favorite, and just you know, let's ruin the movie for yeah. everybody. Yeah. Okay. Done. Good. Okay, okay. Let's talk about casting real quick first. Yes. Do you guys think that they that how do you think the they they, they obviously change the way a bunch of the characters act? Uh, like uh, kind of. I don't like know. For, like for example, Black Ranger isn't really the the rapper anymore. He's just now he's just. See, crazy. I, I I think it it's it's the modern representation of teenagers nowadays. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's oh shit! Two thousand teenagers versus. I gotta say this. I gotta 90s say this. Teenagers. Mm-hmm. What they they never said with attitude. Yeah. But they hold on though. No, hold on. That is my favorite part about this film. Yeah. <laughs> because they oh. never needed to say with attitude. But that was the whole the damn thing. That was one of the catch lines, like I, 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 and, and dude, it's morphing dude. time. It was like, they're teenagers with attitude. But they, they can't just be regular teenagers. They didn't need to say it this time around because they were actually teenagers with attitude this time and not and just teenagers. And not just teenagers? Yeah. Yeah. They did, oh, my God. They point out how much they were called teenagers, though. They did hammer that into the ground. That that's just it, but that's that was part of the fun. You didn't need to say the with attitude thing because all of them actually had personalities this time around. It's like everyone <laughs> was waiting for the attitudes part and they just never said it. They're teenagers, I, teenagers, teenagers. I, I I feel like that was a subconscious thing that never needed to be said. Like the whole time I'm watching it, it's just I, like I, I don't think teenagers that all teenagers up. have attitude, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was part of it. It was just the whole they never said it. So Yeah. I I yeah. I, I I'll admit it did feel a little bit weird. Rather than teenagers with baggage, <laughs> with, bag- with emotional baggage. Yeah, yeah they, I guess that's the same thing now. Or mental I, baggage, because if you're smart, then you're also somehow on the spectrum. Yeah, although I got, well, I gotta say, uh, that's I don't think anybody's really surprised to go and hear that one there. I mean, it's yeah, I think yeah. that one's been spoiled. Yeah, already. that that's so. that's one. If you read any of the interviews with uh, what is his name, uh, C.J. Siler, uh, yeah. the guy hey. who played the Blue Ranger, I purposely didn't try to look up any information. I just wanted mm-hmm. to go in the movie expecting to see it what it was and not to know things. I, I didn't look yeah, I, up. I didn't search, search out stuff, but still stuff popped up on my Facebook or in my Google feed. 
That that's just about it. it. I mean, I just I was at the dentist about office him, and, and I was reading and an interview. Trini. Yeah. I just learned not to read. <laughs> Cole does it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I read. I read. But I go to different parts of the internet. Like I tell my roommate, I go to different parts of the internet than he does, so I get a different information that pops up. Just oh shit! Say. There's also another line I gotta say. Okay. Um, Different colors, different kids, different colored kids. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. The, the diversity of modern teenagers, like I said. That was always the wanting joke, too. So it just. Yeah. Like... So I'm going to I'm going to say, um, yes, the story. I like the story. It was written better than you think it would be. Um, yeah. And they there were some interesting shots in there. It had good music. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, the characters actually had character development, and everything just didn't kind of happen. Um, suits still look kind of weird. It looks better in motion, though, than it did when we saw the stills and some of the stuff from the trailers. I mean, it definitely yes. I, 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 it's, it's like, not I as bad as we thought it was going to be. My critique here will be the spoilers part. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, the suits... Like, there were... It was it, it's of... modern. It, the, it has there's such high expectation for superhero and superhero suits. Oh, totally. That you can't do the spandex suits anymore. Yeah, yeah. but and there's a good reason have... in the story for them to be oh, the yeah, way totally. they are. Do you guys yeah. remember when they first released photos of Rita for the first time? Yeah. Um, it was nice, and and had it was her walking down the middle of the street. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It was really nice, like, and actually showing like the actual videos of like the raw video, mm-hmm. and it was it was interesting seeing that exact scene in the film. Yeah, yeah, because I'm like, oh yeah, this is the part where, she, like, she's walking with her arms straight out, and nothing yeah, it's of very yeah. different in the movie. Oh well, you know what I mean, though. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, like down the, the middle the, of the road. Raw footage versus what CG adds to it can be very oh, oh yeah totally totally but it, i found that kind of cool it was like oh yeah i remember this i remember them i remember the behind the scenes for this it, it yeah. was a little bit weird for me watching the movie and i know i know we're getting a little bit off subject here because we were talking about casting but <laughs> Whatever. i think it was kind of interesting i remember back when we were talking about the movie when we first started seeing set photos before there were any trailers or anything like that we had a whole podcast uh, well, I shouldn't say a whole podcast, but we dedicated the first like 45 minutes of the podcast just talking about these six little pictures. Yeah. Released and the casting. And it was kind of cool seeing it all come full circle. Oh, totally. Uh, if for no other reason than, oh my God, how the hell did all of my predictions turn out to come true? <laughs> Except for one. One didn't come true, exactly. What were your predictions again? What were they? Okay, okay. So, first things first, Rita is the Green Ranger. Yes. Are yeah. we going into the spoiler part? No. I, I that I wouldn't call that a spoiler because it kind of gives it away. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the extended trailer basically calls that out right there. Um. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Rita's the uh, Green Ranger for starters. Um. God, I'm trying to remember here. Now, of course, I'm flaking because it's just like, what the hell? I, 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 there were like five things that I came up with, and all but one of them came true. And it kind of comes into play at the very. It, there's a mid-credit sequence that pops up. 
And that oh. basically is my other prediction coming true, but I'm not going to talk about that here. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, actually, for that reason, I probably shouldn't go and uh, fill this in anymore. But the more we talk, oh, right, right. the other big one was about Rita's personality. Mm-hmm. Because we were kind of harping on, despite liking the new design that they had for her, we were harping on how it seemed like there wasn't any of the original character in Elizabeth Banks' version of Rita Repulsa from the uh, oh, I guess shots so. they released. And oh my god, did that turn out not to be true? Oh my god. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I still well, say your character we... that is now is still completely different than what I, it was. Oh, totally. I would say completely different character, yes. But I will go and say... Still a bad guy? Yeah. Still, yeah, still a bad guy, and still... I would make the argument kind of ridiculous. <laughs> I'd almost say her character in the new Power Rangers is more mentally makes more insane. sense. Mentally insane. Yeah. I, I, I would I well, would go with that. I, I, I would save that for the spoiler section, and I have yeah. questions for people who may or may not be more versed in the lore than I am. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. About we'll, okay. We'll get to that later then. So, but uh, well, what would you guys say? Let's, yeah, get our, let's, let's get our opinions on there. So let's get our basis opinions of how we thought of the movie, and then we can go into spoilers. Because it, it seems we kind of really want to go into spoilers. and We, keep we, we really yeah. do. We really do. So, I mean, let's just go and rapid fire through this stuff. Casting, what did you guys think? Love it, hate it, indifferent. Go. I like the casting, personally. I the, even, like, I personally really liked the, the... I liked Billy. I liked the casting for Billy. He did a really, really good job. Mm-hmm. And... Like even I'm not really hundred percent on the I can't remember his name the guy who did red but he did a good job yeah and and the the way that they kind of writ the wrote the characters I think they actually did a really good job on not making like completely stereotypical and actually making it a lot more modern than than you than it definitely was like I, it wasn't back then it was a lot more steric like back in this like all stereotypical kids with attitude then, blah 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 yeah make but, complicated kid shows. Exactly. Yeah. And and this one here, well, yeah, and I understand that. But here, it's just like, okay, this actually makes a lot of sense. And I can understand. And yeah, it, it's just a generally along those lines. And I personally liked the, the, the way they did it. The casting was done well. The character and the actors themselves did a really good job. Agreed there. Uh, any dissension on the, in the ranks on that one? Uh, well... I will kind of also agree with it. Like the casting was yeah. done well. Like uh, again, when you have lots of times you have these movies come out with no name cast that no one's ever heard of. And those movies tend to actually be pretty good because they don't focus on a name. They just focus on someone if they're good or not. And then they just, that's how they make their it's debut. And then do it ensemble. Yeah. They're <laughs> debuting together. And so you can focus on all of them together. Cause you're not, it's not just the one person that gets all this uh, limelight. And so, yes, they did give character to each person. Like, each person had some, like, weird flaw or something in them that caused them to be where they were. So it was just like, mm-hmm. they're not vanilla-faced person. They're, this person is, one of them is a quarterback. That's, uh, like, that's another thing they changed. Yeah. the Instead of them being taekwondo and karate and being... If anything, none of yeah, them knew already. how to fight. Yeah. None of them knew how to fight. Yeah, in the in the original show, they almost seemed like all upstanding kids. 
Uh, exactly. They just yeah. be fighters in martial arts, so they knew how to fight. Where was uh, the attitude? <laughs> yeah. In this one, they are all like the main character is nothing but attitude, and that gets them in trouble. And then the other person is literally just the crazy guy. One of them's a crazy girl. Uh, the other one does something really, really bad. Uh, the other one is just sort of doesn't understand things and makes stuff blow up because that's what he's interested in. <laughs> so yeah, it's just like they're, they're like a ragtag uh, bag of, uh, band of misfits mm-hmm. that can't find solace in the society they're in and then they all kind of meet up and get brought together and they find friendship among themselves. And it's just mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, no, that's... So like that's the thing. It's like they actually built character into each thing and you you and you like learn their character and you can start sympathizing with them and learn about them and you grow with them uh yeah so yeah good good character development i was wow. actually worried about the the development i thought they'd kind of be like all kind of bland and but they actually like most of the movie was character development actually yeah that's actually yeah. was mm-hmm. kind of good but you don't that see means- that always often and even if they do they usually like in a bunch of movies that i've seen when there's like a group of people they usually skip like half the characters when it comes they to rush characters through it they rush through it and I, exactly it's hard to get yourself invested in the character yeah and they usually just focus on like one or two like they might have focused on red like for example and they might have only focused on they him focus on red quite a bit oh yeah they did but yeah. but, but i'm just saying like where we started yeah, exactly. But um, I'm saying like they would have focused ninety percent of the character development on him only, and then kind of skirted through the other four. Yeah, but in that sense, he would normally would have been a more common na- known actor too. Yeah, true. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just for the sake of for the sake of having a consistent narrative to go and work through, it a lot of times is easier to spend more of your time focused on one character. And I'm glad that they did it with Jason because, honestly, and they said it at one point in the movie, everybody knows who he is. Yeah, and it that's was, part of his yeah. problem. Yeah. Exactly. And that that made him a very good lead character for the story to go and move through because it really was yeah. about the whole group. But you do need to have something singular for the camera to go and focus on a lot of the times. And he was yeah. the most basic of the characters, and that works really well for the narrative's sake. And credit to, uh, yeah, his name's escaping me right now, but he played the role well. He never mm-hmm. stole the show, but the camera focus, when it was on him, he kept things moving through. And when the camera focus was on the others, it all came together so well. They did a great job of, like you said, creating good character development. Darcy Montgomery. Yes, thank you. Yeah. In addition to good character development, also playing off each other really well. Like, the cast chemistry chemistry was great. Mm -hmm. Everybody actually felt organic when they were talking to each other. I mean, even when there was a little bit of internal manipulation by some people... It felt believable at all times. It never really felt like they were forcing the friendship. By the way, I want to point this out just because I found it a little bit funny mm-hmm. that the person who played Kimberly Scott, or sorry, Kimberly Hart, her actual yeah. name is Naomi Scott, which yep. is funny just with Jason D. Scott. Anyway, never mind. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know. <laughs> I found that kind of funny. I've seen a meme on that already. I'm like, what? How the hell did I miss this? Uh, oh, so. Yeah, so casting, we feel like 
Yeah. I, I feel like they got it right. I, I, I just can't put it any other way. Well, my, my one concern is that the two girls did look similar. And yeah, I kinda, guess, yeah. And so, like, there were times where I was, oh, is that Trini or is that Kim? Uh, okay. One's, one's, uh, one's more Latino than the other. Mm. Yeah. And, yeah, if it's set in California, okay. But... That was another thing. That's the thing I got to point out. Was this set in California? No, it was in, well, uh, well, it was filmed in Canada. Yeah. But no, I don't care where it's filmed. That doesn't so, mean that's where it's set. The, the pullout of where the gem. Are we in spoilers now? No, no, no we're not. We'll, we'll, okay. talk, we'll, we'll co- talk more we'll, about that we'll later. We'll talk about where it's set in spoilers. Yes, but, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because like when I watched it, I was like, this this is not where it's supposed to be. Yeah. So like I, I have I have notes about where it was if it's California, it looks awfully like the British Columbia. Just say it. <laughs> yeah. If, if that was if anything, I'd say that is literally the other side of the country. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I have notes is... about. I have notes about that in yeah. my notes. So I'm just gonna say real quick, like original. It's presumed to be Cali. Yeah. Yeah. What Angel Grove? Well, yeah. Angel Grove. The original was California. Yeah. The Angel. The original in the TV show is in California. Yeah. Yeah. But in the movie, it's. But yeah, but there's a whole bunch of stuff because the original says it's supposed to be, but then it's also shown to be settled by the British, which is historically impossible if it's if it's California. But what? Well, I'm actually reading the article right here. It's actually kind of uh, the original. Okay, finish reading it, then come back to us. Yes. Okay. Yeah. This is what it says: is that doesn't finish reading it yet. I have finished reading it. I have. I don't care anymore. We're going. We're moving on. Too many spoilers. Yeah. Okay. How is that a spoiler? We'll, anyway, we'll cover uh, it later. <laughs> we'll come back. Okay. Yes. Yes. Some of our thoughts right. on the movie. We like the cast. We like the plot. Yep. Writing um, like the good. design. I like. Yeah. The I don't know. I'm still. It. I'm still a little iffy on the design. It still looks I, too CGI and too busy. It looks too what? Transformers. I, I will yeah, say. I, yeah. Yeah. That's one thing I, I would kind of agree with, and I don't fully understand why like i love the effect they did with zordon if you guys have seen any of the tv yeah. spots or trailers you know what that looks like and Zordon's another thing i gotta talk about because <laughs> yeah oh. yeah so that's, I, got, I got bad things to say about zordon actually yeah i i i'm a little bit mixed on that one but i will say the visual effect was good yeah and oh, yeah. i'll give yeah and i'll give credit to the film even though yeah definitely and, and I do think at some point they were going and mocking a little bit of the uh, Transformers franchise, the yep. Bayformers. Yeah, um, they did. They fucked yep. up. At multiple, at multiple points. At multiple points. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. But um, I will say, unlike with Transformers, I will give this one's visual styling with the CGI work credit because it mm-hmm. all felt very consistent all the way across, whether it was the Zords, the spaceship, Alpha 5. The suits. Even, yeah, the suits. Uh, even Rita Repulsa and the makeup and all that stuff. It felt very consistent mm-hmm. across everything. Though I will go and say Goldar still feels a little bit weird, but I'm willing to give yeah. that one a pass. because uh, Yeah. Uh, it, yeah it, that, that, that was a little different. So that's a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but... Had the shoe weren't something, and um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I will say I'm a little confused though 
because oh, I assumed that the suits were 100% CGI. And then <laughs> after the movie's over, I decided to go and just do a little bit of looking around for production photo shots. And I'm like, wait, what the? The yeah, whole cast are in the suits. They're walking. They look they're practical, but they have like a lot of markers on them. And so CGI is like. Enhanced. Yes. Yeah, but they, they overlaid the whole thing. <laughs> It's like what they did with some of the stuff in Jurassic World, where they went and said, oh, we're using a mix of CGI and practical effects for several sequences. And it's like, you watch some of the making of features, and it's like, oh, that scene where the raptors are all in the cages and going looking over them and touching them and all that stuff. It's like, oh, this was a practical effect. But they still look like freaking cartoons in the movie. What the hell happened? They just overlaid over the practical effect. So it loses some of what it has going for it. Although I will say that still makes for a better visual experience because it's easier to go and relate uh, the frame rate of actual film to the CGI work when you have an actual physical analog you're working with. But that's a sorry, that's a technical thing that nobody cares about. But (laughs) I don't understand it because the suits actually looked really good without some of those enhancements. It's like, why couldn't you tone down the suits? See, that's another thing is like, Rita's suit was all practical. There was like yeah. very little CGI on top of it. Uh, yeah. but hers was like chewed away a whole lot more than anyone else's. But like that's basically the same texture and everything. So you could have a suit that's not as CGI and look really well because Rita's was more practical than it was CGI, where theirs was more CGI than practical. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like I said, it confused me because. It looked really good without that. And actually, I had to go back and see the movie after I watched that. <laughs> oh, man, I've seen it twice now. Watching it... Oh, no, I can't talk about it now. No, spoiler stuff. There's there's fun stuff to talk about after the, or during the spoiler section. Ah. Okay. Um, right, McKenna, yeah. anything, yeah. last things to say? Well, I think y'all have covered it all. For uh, my, but yeah, 10 out of 10, go see it if you haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Everybody would say... Go see it, even if you're not a Power Rangers fan. Shit, I still want to make. I want to make the costume for. I don't know. Yeah, I don't even know that, that's to. like for, for us cosplayers. It's the, the the mark of we really like the thing is that we want to cosplay from it. I'm undecided of that. Like, I want to cosplay from it, but I don't know which what whether I want to do a Ranger uh, or Rita. I, I'm <laughs> saying it now. I'm committed. <laughs> I am gonna find a way to make that costume. Seeing the non-CGI overlaid version, yeah. I feel like it's more possible than I'm giving her than what I thought watching the movie. But I, I still, I still want to make the original movie ones because the oh, original same here was the <laughs> they actually had like armor plating on those, and those yeah. look really well like armor. So like, I feel like if they had costumes like the original movie where it was like the hard armor plating on it, it. That still looks like new. That looks like you could wear that, and it wouldn't be spandex. So, yeah, I, CGI. I don't, I don't know. They need to tone it down, if anything. I well, considering the fact that it had a solid number two showing and actually outperformed what the studio thought it was going to do, hmm. it looks very hopeful that the sequel is going to happen, or I should say, sequels. Mm-hmm. I don't think it already started. They haven't started on it yet because Lionsgate has not given the all clear to actually start yeah. production on it yet. So that the pre pre production has started. Pre production has started, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, because Brian Cranston actually let it out when he announced that he was coming on 
that they'd already finished the script for the first movie when he signed on and that they were already working on the outlines for a following two films. Yeah. Which is where one of my predictions came from uh, Mm -hmm. that may or may not actually come true. We'll find out. And then the director went and came out the day before the film came out and said that when he was approached to direct this movie, that Lionsgate and Saban Entertainment had come to him uh, seeking a six-film contract. Yeah. So okay. we'll so before before we'll we continue on, now does anybody else have anything that they want to add to the non-spoilers? I guess we'll take that as a no. Yeah. yeah no. Just go go see it, people. Go see it. Yeah. Go see this it. Is- Yes, this is where we're going to go and move into spoiler territory. Spoiler. Yes. yes, and go and just walk through the film. So, so if you, if you uh, yeah, if you don't want to hear this, get the uh, go to the end of the thing, or just turn off the podcast. DGFO. Today. DGFO. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Thank you and good night. <laughs> yeah, but if you if you or you can just pause it now, go see the movie, and come back. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. That's what you should do. That's what you should do. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Stop here. Start. Go to the movies. Just go go and pull out your Fandango app. Go and find your nearest theater. Dango. Go and click buy ticket. Dango. Do not have Americans. No, we use Cineplex. Yeah, we just have our Cineplex app. <laughs> the then fuck? You your movie ticket fighting app. <laughs> you just I buy it through Cineplex because it's Cineplex anyways. You just go buy there. You go yeah. there and you go watch the movie and you get your scene points. Get your scene points. And then you have your uh, get yourself. I, w- I went to this movie for free with my scene. I I had a comp ticket that I used. I ironically, and, and the and the best, and the funny thing about scene points is that you can put whatever name you freaking want on those cards, and they don't give a damn. My scene point card says my name is Doctor Drop the Base. <laughs> wow! I got free tickets for showing up in costume. Really? That's a thing. <laughs> We didn't have anything See, I, like I went to Elton Brown. Otherwise, I could have showed up in my White Rangers. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's this is one of the things that I like about having a very nice theater that's also truly independently run, even though it's part yeah. of a national chain. It's Galaxy. The manager well, is Galaxy, there. too. Oh, ours you have Galaxy, Galaxy up there? No, yeah. it's Cineplex. That's... It's owned by Cineplex. <laughs> yeah. Huh. yeah. Our yeah, Scotia no, right now. Yeah, actually no. It's called the Scotia Center now. It's called Galaxy. Yeah, you're right. It is. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. So, so, so yeah. fucking all the lore. So, so anyway, lore. right now, first, right now, first scene. Cineplex incoming. All the lore. First scene. Fucking Zeo crystals. Oh, Zordon being yeah. a fucking Power Ranger, Red Ranger. Fucking dying at the beginning of it. All that shit. That's all lore. They yeah. threw in all the lore, like all the Zeo crystal lore and like all that shit right at the beginning. Yeah. Which is like, fantastic. Yeah. That, that was there for the old school fans. <laughs> that was awesome. Fantastic. Yeah. Because it was like, exactly what we wanted. Yeah. I like that because you go yeah. into it going, oh, this is like all the super lore that most people don't know about. And it yeah. sets it up for all the movies now. I so, found it interesting as well is that when the old Yellow Ranger died, like they actually was like, okay, so we see a little bit more alien. Okay, this is interesting. Yeah, that's an alien. You see Zordon. You fucking see Rita Repulsor as the Green Ranger first thing. Like, there's no lead up to it. There's no finding out later. It's just like, nope, fucking Green Ranger. 
Reader Repulsive, I, right there. I also like how they decided, it's like, okay, um, we're gonna we're gonna cause the extinction of the dinosaurs. Zoran caused the extinction of the dinosaurs with a meteor. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that was. <laughs> that's a badass way of taking out your enemies. That's all I can say. Oh, but I like how they literally they fixed it. Is like, okay, so a meteor took out the dinosaurs. Okay, it's Zoran's fault. Yeah, calling the meteor. Secondly, Zoran, kind of an asshole. Yes. Oh, yep. yeah. <laughs> the dude has serious issues. Yeah. Fucking, he's not the one who wanted the teenager's power with attitude. It was just the crystals picking someone. And then they show up and he's like, fucking teenagers? Why the fuck do we have teenagers as power? Like, he didn't now? even realize Don't that he was dead. Yeah. Like, he didn't even realize where he was when he woke up. No, because he was yeah. dead. Yeah. That's all Alpha's fault. All Alpha's fault, just saying. <laughs> Alpha was actually Alpha was like, "Where's the last one? Oh, there he is! Ah! <laughs> oh my god, it's just <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. so I, although I have to admit, yes, I, Robert, I don't care what you say. The 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 jerking off a bull joke was fucking hilarious. Oh god, yeah. joke was hilarious. It's like yeah. I, I even milked him, milked him. You milked, milked him, her. him. Yeah, him. you milked him. <laughs> What? I thought it was kind of weird. There's only one. I had to use two hands. It's just like, stop. (laughs) That part was funny. Then they took it one step too far. It was the Ghostbusters issue all over again. Because then they had to go and zoom in. On the the fact that he actually double checked. He was like, shit. Yeah. He double checked. (laughs) Yeah. I think that was the. I don't think that was too far. I think that was just perfect. It's just like, damn it. In that teenage comedy sort of movie that they were setting it up at the very beginning. Yes. I just. Uh, I. I don't know. Maybe I've just heard that joke too many times. And it's it was like, actually well, kind of funny. Like good. I listened. Because Tyler ended up going, um, uh, me and Tyler weren't the only ones that were there that Tyler knew. He had went with, like, how many other people went with that you knew oh, that Tyler? Uh, it was like, uh, fuck, Dex, were, Dex and yeah, like, were there. Yeah, we with, saw, like, eight people. Brother was there, too. Uh, Sam was there. So, fuck it, yeah. There was about eight people that we knew that were there watching the exact same time. And... I walked over afterwards because I I stepped out for a minute after the show and then I came back and and Tyler was and we were listening and how they were talking I was like how many cops do they have in that small town in the, <laughs> in the middle of the night <laughs> yes and I was just listening to so like good they have a good point it's like how how many and, cops and, and do you so, expect to send to well, a break in at the that's school the neighbor town it's not even their high school that. Because you can pull out and you see that their mascot is the bull, but Angel Grove is the lion. Yeah. So yeah. He, it's they're literally playing a prank on the rival school. Yeah. I wanna <laughs> I wanna point out the uh cinematography in the chase scene. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was well, actually not bad. Not bad. I thought it was very interesting. How it was, it was shot inside the cab of the truck. Yeah, and it was literally just constantly going three sixty while things happened around the truck. Yeah. Well, did you see Project Almanac? I don't think so. Okay, like I'm not a huge fan of that particular film. It's another one of those found footage sort of deals. It was the director's first big successful movie, but 
he did a lot of that kind of stuff in that film. And it's the one thing that I will give that movie really good credit for. And it was really cool seeing a throwback to that right at the beginning of the film. Gave me some hope that there might be something really unique in this and not just a standard superhero film cinematography perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, I, was, I don't know. I, I really like the scene because it was like oh, yeah. constantly 360 around about things that were happening behind him and then it like go back to him and what was happening in front of him. And so it was more than just a regular chase scene. It was just. And that, that attention of being in a chase would be like. Yeah. Of yeah. The, having to look forward, but look back to see if they're following. Yeah. And, all and I just thought that that was such a great way of bringing the real magnitude of what happened to Jason in that scene. Yeah. To oh, yeah. the viewer, because you really couldn't escape what came out of that. Yeah, oh, totally that not. And it was interesting. Beautifully shot, but I'll say, violent car crashes are one of my phobias. And mm. it was one of those violently jarring to those. So if you're still listening, I don't care about spoilers. If you really can't stand violent car crashes, don't see the movie. <laughs> oh yeah, that was a <laughs> don't yeah, like see the that. movie because was, there's more really than good. one. <laughs> it was a really good car crash because it's just like yes, that's what happens really inside a car crash. You, you don't see what's happening. Yeah. Well, part of, part but going of, back, but as well. Sorry, just kind of going. Hold on, we're just getting a little bit of echo, but um, I don't know. Like going f- going back into that car crash area. They did pretty good with it. Yeah. It's a beautifully shot, violent car crash. Uh, this film was built it so much. That. Yeah, the, the film was built right. so much on emotion. And yeah. right from the beginning, you are identifying with what Jason is clearly going through. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad we're in a spoiler alert. I'm glad that we're uh, into spoiler alert territory. His leg gets fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like his yeah. prospects as a QB are gone now. Um, yeah. On the criminal record. Yeah, his father goes and drops down play. the hammer. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if it was much about that. I think his leg was just always sort of fucked up from just football in general. But well, it's, no, it looks I mean, like we see him running perfectly fine before that, and he's in yeah. a knee brace after. Yeah, no. That, uh, and that's. I didn't and he looked that. out with shock after the after the coins. Yeah, and yeah. well, that was it was like completely healed. I felt like it yeah. would have been like a football energy injury that he basically had for the rest of his life, so he could still play football, but he just had like a kind of a brace on his knee because it was always sore. But here's uh, the thing: I mean, what is having an injury like that myself? Running torque any sort of pressure. And it's intensely painful. And hmm. well, and look at what his dad said. You know, I yeah. had scouts coming to every one of the games, and now you got to go and spend every day down there with the juvenile delinquents just to graduate. Now you've threw away everything over some. Well, yeah, because he basically got in trouble, so he should be kicked off the football team because he's now. That's not on yeah, house arrest. It works though. There? How is that not how it normally works? It should be that should be how it works because like if you can't keep up your grade average and you get you yeah, get up that, that if you have a criminal record like that criminal okay in the U.S. criminal record doesn't necessarily matter in sports 
Wow. Yeah, well, and here's the thing. At the high school level, that's a different situation than, uh, say, right, like, murder. <laughs> okay? Yeah. You have to go and remember, that's that's a nonviolent offense. And how did he end up in yeah. detention for this is my question. But he's still uh, the detention would be for – Yeah. The detention is – well, one could be Saturday school because he missed so much class for being out in the hospital. Um. Unlikely if it's only three. That weeks. was two days. No, it was three weeks. Is that what it said? Three. Yeah. Yeah. I it was two yeah. days. It was three weeks. Okay. And two for playing a prank on the rival school. You can get detention, even Saturday detention for it that. It was probably it was probably a term of his release when it yeah. came to and term know, of release with the police. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because then he's under house arrest. And he needs to go and do detention because at that point he can use that as civil service time instead of needing to go and spend any time in juvenile hall or anything like that. Yeah, think back mm-hmm. to Breakfast Club. <laughs> I never saw it. Oh, take a drink. Oh, I just finished my drink. Get another. We're all oh. gonna need it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so number two, Cole needs to see Breakfast Club, and he'd understand. That analogy to this film a lot more. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. Um, next in there, I loved Billy. Billy is the yes. best character in the whole damn movie. <laughs> yes. Saying it now. Right now. He was like, with an autistic guy, like the same kind yeah. of personality. Just, hey, he me does, too. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> I am mildly <laughs> oh, I the spectrum. <laughs> I saw it with myself. Yeah. <laughs> No, but I, I I have a friend who's exactly like the Billy in that movie. He's actually a brilliant guy, but he just he doesn't, doesn't process things the jokes. same way. Yeah, it, it's uh, some of it's the jokes, some of it's just the social behavior. Because mm-hmm. honestly, I for a long time related him to like Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy because yeah. everything is literal to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't understand. Slur and sarcasm. Sarcasm. Yeah, exactly. He just—he has a very hard time with that. And I saw it with him. I was like, "What did you think of that portrayal right there?" He was like, "Did I? Is that? Is that what I'm like?" It's like, yeah. It's like, I—I'm very okay with this. Then, yeah. And I I, I feel like I understand myself better because of this movie. And welcome to proper representation in film and media. Yeah. By the way, who who else expected him to like go into this mud and blow shit up? Like, I did not expect him. Was like, okay. I was like, what is he? Is he putting dynamite in the wall? He was like, okay, let's see. He was like, hit the button. Okay, nothing. Fiddle, fiddle, fiddle. Boom. (laughs) I I didn't expect it to be like that. Yeah. Like um, when he said the lunchbox thing is like okay he's a he's got explosive tendency. <laughs> that was hilarious. I was like, how did you end up in detention anyway? I blew up my lunchbox. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't explain anything more than like how he blew up his lunchbox. No, he just blew up his lunchbox. Nope, did, didn't need it. Didn't need yeah, it. Didn't need it in the show. But I love the the representation of him, and it's not like the rest of a. Accept that as how Billy is, as opposed to a disability or whatever, or special. Yeah. No, that's just Billy. Yeah. And that's, that's beautiful of an autism representation in film. On the spectrum, yeah. 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 Well, and it's also kind of cool as well, because 
the friend that I saw this with, he was a lot like Billy at the beginning of the movie because he does change as the film's going along, and it's yeah. something that I've seen with my like friend as well. Accepting touch and yeah, um, well, it, having friends. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's that social alienation that so easily falls on the her on anybody that can or anybody in his kind of position, mm-hmm. and him going and having you know a communal moment with Jason and, you know, even though it was kind of self-serving on his part at the beginning, Mm -hmm. developing friendships and having somebody that he could talk with about his dad and all that, even though it's a very short thing, it clearly meant a lot to him. Mm, And then with what happens to them after that, you just see him changing and becoming more confident and happy as the movie goes along. Like, I noticed this the second time around. He's even when he's talking to Jason and trying to get him to help, he has yeah. a very sad expression on his face the whole time. Oh yeah. yeah. Like even when he's enthusiastic, he's still, he, he has very little life in his face. Oh yeah. And as the movie goes along, the smile becomes more expressive and eventually yeah. ending in gyrations in a big robot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I have to admit that one of my, fa- I have swooping back to the beginning. Like when, like when you get first get introduced to Billy and the bully, by yeah. the way, this is something that me and Tyler both mentioned. Fucking there was no Balkan skull. skull. Balkan skull. Unless that was bulk or one of the skull. <laughs> next, next movie, next movie. I'm sure oh, it's going to happen. <laughs> They could have at least named the stupid orange-haired kid Bulk or Skull. Like, come on. Ah, uh, but I don't know. <laughs> oh, like no, he's, he's a throwaway bully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, going into the bu- like, to that okay. bully. Yeah, back to that like, bully. <laughs> Jumping into a convertible during an alien attack is not a... <laughs> <laughs> a convertible of hot girls that are the, used to be the friends of Kimberly. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. That, that was a smart but, move on his part. I'm sorry. <laughs> But no, but he uh, Maybe also it's the, the Billy and me that's saying, why would you jump into the no you, you hide under things? <laughs> but the other thing that I found hilarious though is when is like when when uh, Jason is ta- is bitch bitch slapped the bully. Mm-hmm. He's like, Did you just slap me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Weird, right? <laughs> just yeah, belittle the best prison in there. He's just like, oh, this yeah. prison, I am now in charge. I am now God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, can uh, I just say there's a rule in Since cinema? we're talking... Okay, since we're... Hold on. Oh, yeah, what's the rules of cinema? Okay, okay. So there's, there's a rule in cinema when it comes to movies that you don't include anything that won't have some sort of a purpose by the end of the film. Yeah. I that was thought that slap yeah. just seemed... <laughs> Really yeah. unnecessary at the beginning. Like, there's so many other ways you could have done this. And don't get me wrong, it's a funny scene, but it's like, is that is that all it was? Was it just a funny scene? And nope. then to bring it back around at the you end. Have to admit, though, it was, you have to admit, though, it was really funny. Just at the beginning, like, even if they hadn't brought it back. Oh yeah, no. Like it was, it was just yeah. was like it's just because he swung like twice, completely missed, and he just bitch slapped him across the face. It's like how disconcerting is that? It's like I just threw two punches and then got bitch slapped. Yeah, I think no, I'm done. It, it was a funny scene by itself, but it just got better. Oh, yeah. they brought it back. It's like that. This movie did that so well. <laughs> it really didn't include anything that didn't have a purpose. There was no awkward moment that was just a throwaway in the middle of it. Oh, totally. Oh, totally. Mm -hmm. Totally. 
Uh, I'm trying to think of another thing because I'm using the, the that first. I'm looking at this very first detention because there was a yeah. lot of stuff that happened in that first little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. Like for yeah, example, well, like we got introduced to Kim. Yeah, we got introduced to Kim, and I'm pretty. Yeah, and then we kind of figured it was like, wow, they got dark. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Because Tyler yeah. mentioned this at the end of the movie, like when we were talking after the movie, and he was like, "They're talking about sex photos." Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Welcome okay. to modern high school, kids. Yeah, there's some dark, dark shit there. Some deep yeah. concepts. Talking about that. Talking about uh, uh, what was the other one? The other one about his mom and his mom eventually going to pass away, and how he's like emotionally. That was, that yeah, was, yeah. Like, oh my god, to go home because. I'm afraid my mom might be dead when I wake up. And she's like, holy shit. I, oh, I got a little teary-eyed. Yeah, so I, was, I, was, I, was surprised. I was surprised in that situation because I thought they were all, they were having problems morphing because they didn't really know each other and they're holding things back. And I thought it was going to be the Black Ranger was the one who was going to be the kind of... Together. Well, he's going to be the one that was like always pulling away to be separate. But then they have his their little powwow of of a fire and food and he's the one who like steps up first and goes like i'm gonna talk about myself first because that's what's the problem here it was actually yellow ranger that did that which i found interesting uh pink pink oh was yeah well well, first it started off with yeah well yeah but it also started with yellow did a lot too yeah, yeah. No, that's the thing. Is like Yellow Ranger was always like trying to keep her distance and run away. That was part of her character. Uh, and then the Black Ranger was all uh, kind of arrogant and like wanted to do that because he's the one who he, he stole the yeah. he stole the Zord first because he was just like fuck. I'm just going to do what I want. And I thought, and then that's what causes Red and Black to like have a fight because um, I thought he was going to be the character that was just in it for himself and not trying join up and go join the group but then fucking he's the one who like instigates uh the whole let's talk about ourselves and feelings and stuff so mm-hmm. yeah no it, it blew my blew my uh stereotype of him a little bit of a way he is the crazy guy that just does whatever yeah. but he's I, not he's not like selfish to himself not selfish. Yeah. yeah yeah no it was it was great getting to see that and having a little bit more <sighs> It was nice to see something from him and Trini because we got a good glimpse at who Kim, who Jason, who Billy were. And I'm going to be kind of curious to see because I noticed from the trailers that there was some stuff that seems to have been cut out of the film. And maybe it's just for time. I want to see maybe if there's a director's cut that will come out when it goes and hits video. But I will say... There was not a heck of a lot of material when it came to Zach and Trini. And I'm glad that that campfire scene was there because that, what both of them had was powerful. It really bonded you to the characters. Mm -hmm. But I almost wish that there was a little bit more of them. Yeah, that my one thing there. And especially for me with Trini and Mm -hmm. her story, like initially... I felt like, oh, she's going to come out saying, I'm adopted. I don't think my parents really wanted me. Because then they had the the two little brothers, right? And it's not that at all. And there seems to be very little of her story. But at the same time, I like that because more often than not, 
the LGBT character is her their story becomes all about the LGBTness, which for her it still was, but that was her issue as opposed to everyone Apparently, else. Yeah. I don't think and, they ever said that full right. Mm, they <laughs> didn't they kind of jumped or no, they didn't really jump around it. It was, it was almost like a weird impliedness, but not a <laughs> things because it was like the Black Ranger was like Boy boyfriend problems and then, and then girlfriend troubles girlfriend trouble and then she it, it was more of a smiling nod and I, I do believe I the creators nod. came out and did say yeah it's confirmed LGBT character there because it was so, just like my but, parents I mean like it doesn't boyfriend. necessarily mean she's a lesbian she could be bi or pan or exactly. whatever yeah I, 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 I and I think yeah, they may I, have left it ambiguous on that point and I think it. that's exactly what they did like I. Yeah, the the mm-hmm. studio went and well, went out of their way to go and say, "Oh well, we have um, open or we have a uh, LGBT character in the movie." It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, this this is a thing. It's like, okay, okay. So is this going to be like LeFou and Beauty and the Beast, where it feels organic and not forced, or is this going to be? Oh, her character is all about this because so I'm a raging lesbian. Yes, no. exactly, and I. But it's I love still, all as a lesbian teenager. friends, but my god, I hate yeah. lesbians in film because it seems like they always, I, I do believe unintentionally, take it to such an extreme that it's, you it's ruin the character. Well, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's something I really hate in cinema because I think it actually belittles <laughs> the people that actually have to deal with this stuff. Yeah. That's like, like... that. Does your whole yeah. life really revolve 100% around this? No. <laughs> or is that just another part of your life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In this case, they made it part of her life, not her whole her, character. Yeah. And her hang up issues of it, which is still the issues that LGBT teens face of the, yeah. am I okay with this? Are my parents okay with this? Accepted mm-hmm. sort of thing that, or my <laughs> friends, admitting it to my friends. Mm hmm. That and the depression and the other of not wanting to speak out about other things in their life, and that's very much a LGBT teenager issue. And I loved how they played that, but they didn't then make it to the extreme of that. Yeah, exactly. No, it was just she was a real person. Yeah, all of these characters were real people. Mm-hmm. You know, Kim made her mistake <laughs> with the photo. And yeah. Jason with the prank, and Billy with explosives. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I want to also avoiding his emotions. <laughs> oh, totally. And Another same with inter- Freddie avoiding her emotions. Oh, yeah. totally. There was jumping, going back since we were at the at the fireplace at the fire powwow type thing. Yeah. If you jump back just a little bit into there, and I'm has anybody? They never really talked about how. That Billy transform was able to morph for that first time, and I think that's part of it. Yeah, he, he was it's, feeling strongly that he didn't want to fight. That they should be a team. That was the feeling that he had. That's what I. But was he thinking. couldn't. No one could put that into words in the moment. Yeah. Well, and and that's part of what was great about Billy's character is that he didn't really understand what. Caused him to go and morph in the first place, and even though Zordon and Alpha repeatedly were going and giving them the answer on there, 
I think Billy, despite being the most brilliant one there, because of his inability to go and understand uh, metaphor and syntax the same way, he just was what the heck was going on. Like, I don't yeah. think... Like, he I, probably felt the feelings, but he didn't have the words for those feelings. Exactly, yeah, because he just... He never said, come up with words to go and express it. Everybody just kept asking, how, do you, how did you do it? Mm-hmm. It's just, I, uh, it's, he kept asking the same question, and he didn't have words for that question. And then they asked him, how, well, how did you feel it? And, for, like, autism and feelings is tricky subject. They don't necessarily have the same words for feelings. Yeah. That. No, and, that, and that was another great thing. I think the audience picked up on it rightly so because they established the character so well and mm. how hard it was for him to go and communicate. Like I said, Billy is the best character in this damn movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. It's, they, they did a great job writing for him and it's... I, I love that guy. I, I've seen him in one other movie, and I want to see him in every movie from now on. He's he's yeah. blown me away. He twice. reminds me of a young Dulé Hill. Yeah, yeah, that's a, and I've been rewatching. Really good. I've been watching West Wing, so yeah, yeah, no, that's <laughs> good. For, good for you. I never would have thought about that. That's that's cool, actually. Um, yeah, I guess we have jumped pretty far into the movie, though. Um, yeah, but there, there's some stuff that I earlier that I in the movie that I kind of wanted to talk about, but yes, yes. <laughs> well, well, you, you yeah. have things to talk about. I've read your synopsis. So yeah. please, uh, why don't you go and carry this well, on here a little the, bit? So there two, the two super violent car crashes in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, Can I just say that car chase situation? The second one. Yeah. <laughs> that was really ridiculous. That's, that's <laughs> the scene where Cole went, <laughs> With Zach jumping on the roof out of nowhere, yeah. <laughs> what Hold on, crazy? what? Yeah. What? And the the racing. What, what do you mean what? I totally missed what was being said. Oh, uh, I was God talking about Cole. Cole, I was talking about how your the car crashed and then it went all dark, and then the the theater was quiet. And you went. Oh. Oh, wait, so <laughs> the car the car got hit by the train. Yeah. Oh, you see, I just laughed inappropriately in that moment. <laughs> see that that the second one there is what it broke me out of the movie just a little bit. I mean, I w- was quickly back in, but the the violence of the second car crash so soon after the first violent car crash. Um, but I did like at the jumping to the end, and we're talking about car crashes. Uh, oh, character red. What, Red's dad? Yeah, Red's dad's... Boat. Crash. Truck crash. Yeah. And it was very much the same crash as his in the beginning. Mere imagery there. and But it wasn't filmed... Because the whole movie is pretty much from Red's perspective that... It wasn't filmed from inside the truck, and it was less jarring to me that yeah. the final crash versus... Um, that and then the fishing boat in the storm, which I didn't catch, was his dad as well. The fishing boat that pulled up Rita—that was Red's dad. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't catch that until the end when they come to the house and ask about the the boat. Oh, uh, that's that—that's okay. 
That's yeah. where it started pulling to me, where it's like, this isn't in California. This isn't like Maine. <laughs> yeah. So he's, he's uh, an Atlantic fisher. That's all like Atlantic town, like Atlantic yeah. Maine town. Like that storm is Pacific Northwest uh, and New England storm. Um, but so they, can I touch on this? That the fact that they filmed much of Angel Grove in Stevenson, BC, which is just outside of Vancouver, which is also used as Storybrook in Once Upon a Time, which is supposed to be in Ding Ding Ding, Maine. Yep, that's right. <laughs> I was thinking exactly that. Yeah. Okay. The harbor and the main street. I like I saw it and I'm like, that's Stevenson. I didn't even remember that my roommate had told me they were filming in Stevenson. But I've he, had he had showed me that. pictures of the Angel Grove sign, which is the Storybrook sign or the Stevenson sign in downtown Stevenson. By the way, the no, street. no Krispy Kreme in Stevenson. <laughs> nope. So there's, no, there's other, there's other streets. Yeah, there's other streets. So like the one little quaint little street downtown, like Old Town, Angel Grove, that's Stevenson. The rest of them are other places in Vancouver. Um. And surrounding area. Yeah. So, but, like, time, the hills look like BC. The water looked like BC. <laughs> one time, uh, when I was working in Chainmail Place, we made Chainmail for once uh, once upon a time. Yeah. So, we gave them Chainmail for their Lancelot. In return, they gave mm -hmm. us some smoked salmon uh, to yeah. give us a thank you. So, we had uh, I've had some nice smoked salmon from there. We had it, yeah. we had it at one of our like, little parties, and it was on uh, crackers with, like, brie and such. Pretty good. Cream cheese and capers is the only way. Um, <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, it's so, just, it's not, it's not a Californian town. It's, it's not even Southern California. So, so why the, I say it's, it's supposed to be Southern California is when on the map, it shows where the gem is supposed to be on Earth. There is a dot in Southern California, and that's where the camera pulls out from. Yeah. That's yeah. a very good visual clue that it's supposed to be California, hmm. let alone yeah, I mean, lore and original mill. But it awfully looks like British Columbia or Maine. Or that, that's that's become a big issue with a lot of movies and even TV shows yeah. these days. Because it's like, oh, yeah. we want to go. I, I love playing. Oh, population. that's the same location. Yeah. Oh my God! It, it uh, kills the, me. The, the, the Berlanti CW shows, the oh, Flash, God, yes. Arrow, and now. Uh, Supergirl, I could flick out that tower that's the famous tower in Vancouver, and I'm like, they're supposed to be in different cities, and they have the same tower in the background. Mm -hmm. mm. <laughs> <No blood. laughs> they all film in Vancouver now. Yep, yes they do, yes they do. But it's getting almost as bad as the BBC. <laughs> <laughs> but they're they're not reusing costumes yet, so. We're still a step above BC, BBC. Yeah. Well, <laughs> take away that one B. Yeah. No, nope, no. Nope. <laughs> um, shit. I wanted to talk about is uh, lore. Yeah. Um, what was I about to say? Uh, ah, I was just about to say something about lore, and I just completely forgot what I wanted Who's to say. Who's lore? What lore? The lore. 
that there is lore. lore, that there is plenty yes. of lore in there. Yes. Oh God, there was. Also, uh, while you're thinking Laura Palooza. Yes. While, while you're thinking about that, I'm just kind of curious here because I know that Cole has actually seen this one all the way through, so he's probably the only other guy that'll pick up on this. But uh, Cole, did you did you pick up on where the uh, fishing boat was registered to? Shit, did I? Fuck. No, I don't think I did. <laughs> but let's just say that there were a few references to the other cities from the various Power Ranger franchises there. Oh, wait a minute. Why was the... What do you mean? Why would it be registered to a different city? That's very, that's very common. Yeah. Okay. Where was, was it registered to? I yeah. think I know I think I know exactly because what he's talking about. Because sometimes the name you want is already registered in the city, so you register it in a different city that doesn't already have that name. Is that uh, way more, more ships can have the same name that they yep. want? Yep. Uh, where was it registered, Rob? Tell us. <laughs> Hold on, let me. Fi- it, it was Mariner Bay, wasn't it? Yep. <laughs> God damn it. Yep, yep. Lightspeed rescue references. <sighs> Which is I called her to co- city in California. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, sorry, had to get that one out there because it's like the first time I'm watching the movie, I missed a lot of the less overt references. <laughs> and the second time I'm watching it through, it's just like, wait a minute, that's. Yeah, it's like speed rescue. Wait a minute. <laughs> That's Dino Thunder, and it's just like, wait a minute. <laughs> okay. Oh shit. Other things yeah. I want to talk about. I want to yeah. talk about how um, Zordon's an asshole. And, yes. Uh, yeah. yeah, Zordon's an absolute asshole. <laughs> um, how they kill one of the Rangers start off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we knew he wasn't going to be dead. Yeah, we knew it was in the middle of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that didn't kind of come out of left field. Yeah, but Rita Rita is just a crazy person. Like she's just crazy. Oh Oh my god, she's actually she's like more insane than the original. Yeah, in the original, she just inspired by Madonna. This one was inspired by I don't even know what ungodly creature inspired Um, that. The 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 Oracle lady from Suicide Squad. Is what yeah. it reminded me of the the. Yeah. I'm trying to look up the character name, right now. Enchantress. Enchantress <laughs> in Suicide Squad. That would be it. Yeah, except for she out crazy the crazy. <laughs> yeah, like it. It did character des- uh, costume design of that first black strippy one when she's still stripping wet and goes into the gold store. Yeah. That outfit. And I'm like that. That's Enchantress. Yeah, because her costume was like all destroyed, and uh, she was all like gross and almost mm-hmm. decayed. Still, yeah, yeah, slowly rebuilding herself. Yeah, it was only after she got all her like final gold at the gold store that she was like, "I'm now uh, no longer uh, delirious or had like weird dementia." Yeah. So. Yeah, no, she's she's like a character that was just seemed mentally broken, and then when she got enough gold, she was like back to regular self enough to like threaten one of the rangers and then threaten all the rangers at the same time and seem pretty uh, pretty scary at it to the yeah. point where it's just like I'm gonna kill one of you because Zordon would feel uh, would would respect, respect me, me otherwise. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And it like, was like oh, so, so yeah, that was my my question for the 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 keepers of the lore in the group here, because I am not as I'm not as versed in the lore as y'all. Um, Rita's motivation through the whole thing, I like in the movie, I had no motivation other than the fact that she didn't feel part of the original team, and so she went evil and wanted to destroy the universe. That that was all I got from the movie. I, why she was evil. And there, this is kind of an interesting thing because, and I, I do kind of regret this a little bit because I stumbled while reading an article on IGN mm-hmm. uh, that there was a leaked version of the plot synopsis shortly after we did the podcast where we were talking about things mm-hmm. and. Though it confirmed some of my predictions, it also threw something completely different out there that isn't in this movie, but I think very easily could play into it. Because hmm. in the plot synopsis that was leaked, which you know, 99% of it's all in there, uh, Rita, uh, apparently her and Zordon in their backstory... Uh, she felt alienated from the rest of Zordon's original team, largely because of his personality points, and was led to betray them and to go and uh, collect the Zeo crystal from that pl- her from Earth. You know what we would now that know. Fraction of the, that yeah, fraction. that fraction of it. Yes, yes, yes. Because they hit that point. A little bit of it all over the place. That's a big freaking crystal, though. Let's let's just make that point there. That that was a big uh-huh. ass Zeo crystal. By uh, the way, that you- wasn't a lot of digging. No, no, it really wasn't. That was not a lot of digging to get to that. I'm like, how the fuck didn't they run into that already? I just putting in the footings for the Krispy Kreme. Like, god damn it. Yeah, I know. The I, sewer I, and electricity. Yeah. Well, yeah. Krispy Kreme oh, didn't but, go and pay for a lot of the, you know, uh <laughs> they didn't go and pay for a lot of the um I'm no, surprised we didn't have living donuts, is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a little too pay formers. Uh, no, in, in that plot synopsis, she was convinced to go and betray the team and go and bring that portion of the Zeo crystal to Lord Zed mm. uh, with her minion Goldar. And it's like everything was in there except for the Lord Zed part. So I really do wonder if maybe skirting over what made her go bad in this movie might be a big play into the next movie, next movie potentially. Yeah. Cause I, I think if they bring a Lord Zed, I think they wouldn't bring him till the third movie. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like the second movie is all going to be about Tommy. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of hope that that's the case, but honestly, watching this film, we still mm-hmm. need someone. To, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Tommy, there has been a lot of like speculation that it there might that on gender might be a female. Yeah, ah, yeah, Tommy with an eye. I think it's gonna be a male. I, that, that's the the track jacket that was sitting on that chair. Then feminine. I'll put it that way. Your point? No, I, 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 I think it'll be male. It'll be a male character because it's gonna be the character that opposes um, Jason. Yeah. So, yeah. It's just and, how it's. How it is. It, like, it, it we just had, like it, if Rita was, we've already had a green female, female Green Ranger in this set of movies with Rita. So making the next one also female 
seems a little, yeah. especially when we have the, the canon of, like, we haven't switched any of the other genders so Yeah, I mean, far, the most so... thing we did here was just reverse the races on a couple of yeah. them, and honestly, I think that was more just to go and keep criticism down. Yeah. Because for some reason now... Racism of the original is a meme now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, for some reason now we're offended by this when everybody was cool with it back then. It's like, you've got a problem with me being the Black Ranger? I could care less. <laughs> yeah. But but the... Dude, I'm black! That that was well, hilarious. Like, what? That, <laughs> that was that a great was, line. That, that, was, and, that was a great line. That was funny. That poked fun yeah. at that. At that the, poked fun yeah. at all that. That was, that was great. And, and yeah, the sorry, Tyler, Bumblebee. Sorry, Bumblebee. Yeah, oh, God, that was... Mm. <laughs> I laughed at that one. I, I laughed inappropriately at that one. Yeah. <laughs> I may have snorted, along with a few other people in the theater. Yeah. So, <sighs> yeah, so I'd say... Yeah, well, we never even put, said, uh, said it yet, but there was the whole mid-credit uh, spoiler for uh, Tommy. For, Tom, um, Tommy Oliver? So, fucking, was that a, uh, was that a uh, Ferris Bueller reference? I kind of feel like that's what they were going for, but... I, Tommy it, Oliver. Tommy Oliver. Yeah, just keep repeating Tommy it. Oliver. Like, empty desk. It's right there, you can see it. Yeah, Tommy Oliver. It's up there, he is not. Yeah. With a green, with a green jacket. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, I think he'll be he'll be male, um, and he'll just be the the basically the villain for the next movie. Um, we'll see. I I, I, I think will, the antagonist, yes, villain, maybe not. Yeah, there is a I difference. I'd, I'd be curious to go and see what they do here, because honestly, going into this, because that was one of my predictions was that at the end of the movie, we'll go and see the start of a. Green with Evil saga film. Then the third one, Lord Zed shows up and he redeems himself and becomes the White Ranger. And it's like, I really want that to happen, but after seeing how much emphasis they put in this movie into the team dynamic and the emotional side of things, I really do wonder if they want to go and touch on that, because they made this film so much more than what the original was in that respect. So do you really want to do the original storylines over again? It's like, I am so conflicted right now because I really want to see a green or with evil movie. Or do we do movie. the original storyline in a new way? Exactly. And I'm kind of hoping maybe they'll find a way to bridge the gap between them because, oh my god, I want to see green with evil on the big screen. I like, think there was only bring because that's got to be the next step is you'll have the now the antagonist come in and then by the end of the movie uh, they defeat him and then he will turn good and then come back for the next movie when they have Lord Zed. Like, that's how I would shoot it, because that just makes the most sense to me, because that's actually good story writing. Like, that's where you have your next bad guy is the bad guy, and then he becomes good in the next one. Because, like, fucking Pirates had that, where Pirates of the Caribbean, the main villain mm-hmm. of the first movie, became your ally in the third movie. He's your buddy! Um, by the Yeah, yeah. Barbosa comes back at the end of two, and he's just like, now where is my ship? And it's like, oh, well, he's uh, now he's on the good side. Um, well, it's like if there's the, a bigger evil, yeah. Yeah, the, a bigger evil comes, and it means that the petal squab- the petty squabbles of like these two people are now banded together because there is a bigger, and that makes the evil bigger. So mm-hmm. 
it's like kind of what they're doing with, I'd say, with Civil War. Is like they divide the troops yeah. and they bring them all back together. With again the MCU is what they're doing. Yeah, because there yeah. is a bigger evil. And that's a, a great way to accentuate the new evil that's coming. That it has to take the two people that were at odds with each other to get together to defeat them. Mm-hmm. And like that's what it was in the original TV show because yeah. it made good TV show. Yeah, I like I said, I want this to be the case, but I just I'm also torn now because they got the emotional aspects so right this time around. And mm-hmm. in the TV show, there was almost just instant forgiveness for what happened. I mean, yes, Tommy was being brainwashed and controlled, and the only person beating himself up over it or even questioning anything about himself was Tommy the whole time. And mm-hmm. like that's that could make for a really good third movie with a turnaround, but only if they can go and do something that brings the emotional grasp, or I should say that brings the full emotional toll in the second film. And I don't know, they just they did such a good job this time around. I don't know if they'll be able to do it. I I'm fearful. I'm fearful and I'm excited and I'm really happy that the film Cautiously you know, optimistic once I, more. I, I, that's that's just the same way I went into this one. I'm cautiously optimistic for the future here. But I'm also this time around. I was pleasantly surprised to see where they took things because my original ideas for how I thought the film was going to go, even though I got a lot of the story pieces right, the in-between, I could not have been more wrong on what they did with it. I was expecting Mm -hmm. something that was going to be dumb and cheesy and poorly written and lacking all emotion, but was going to look awesome and be very visually unique. Instead, I got something that was very visually what the fuck. And I liked got, it. Really, I liked I, it visually. I I didn't. Might hate be unpopular it, opinion. But well, no, no. I, as a I'm theater not, graphic designer, I yeah, like. No, it. I, I won't. I won't say that it ended up being bad. But you know, at first glance, you see some of the elements, and you're like, "What the fuck did they do to Alpha?" I mean, still, I'd say visually, it was still very busy. There's a lot of stuff going on. I, but I'll agree look, with that. look at modern superhero movies, and that's what you have. Um, like, like to like the it audience Transformers. today. It looked very Transformers, but with uh, with the modern superhero movies, you actually see more defined lines than that. Like I can look at the well, Iron Man costume and kind of define yeah. lines, and I, I can believe the Iron Man but suit. But like, so like using the carbon fiber texture on our on our Power Ranger suits. Mm-hmm. It's not carbon it, fiber. But it's it was that texture. Like, it was that texture a, on the... Texture. I was looking at that texture. It's like a gloss, metallic, um, resin But there is that mesh texture. look under there, is what I'm saying. So that the carbon mesh, fiber that look most or? people would associate that. with carbon fiber look. I'm not... I'm, mm, mm, <laughs> oh, we can, we, can, we can go on this one for days here. <laughs> Take I, a drink. I, I We're arguing like married couples. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, take a um, break. <laughs> um, no, it, but like I'm saying, most people, is a, and that they're trying to pull to that modern audience versus, and the alien sci-fi-ness of those suits, rather than... Yeah, they were very alien-styled suits. Yeah, the, yeah. the second half of your statement, 100% agree with McKenna. I'm totally yeah. there with you. But, <laughs> and then, but making what a modern audience would think of as an alien-style Okay. And I'll, I'll give you that one. 
Because it definitely was, like I said, it was actually visually unique. Just, yeah. There is, there is a lot going on here. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I want to talk about the Zords, too. We'll talk. Yeah. It's I mean, let's just go there. What the heck was black? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird. Six looked six legged non tusked mastodon? Rhino? Rhino mastodon? <laughs> yeah. It was definitely not a mastodon, but then again, they didn't have, with the explanation they took on the dinosaurs, what existed alongside the dinosaurs. Although we did have, yeah. actually, there was a friend of our, me and Tyler's, that was like, they need to pick. They can't have a saber-toothed tiger if they say everything's for the rest. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was Walker saying that. Because it's the uh, yeah. from the Xenophilic era, or whatever they said. Yeah, Xenophilic era. Yeah. The, the 80 million years ago, or whatever. Yeah. Transformers. Oh. Sorry. But what do you guys think of like the more? Because these are definitely much more weaponized versions of the Zords, and and they're like what aliens would look down at dinosaurs and then create a robot to be that. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, very consistent design-wise with all of those elements on there. Because seeing the ship, seeing Alpha, suddenly the Zord designs made perfect sense to me, especially with their explanation of you know. Wherever the Zeo crystal brings life, you know, these Zords, yeah. you know, model themselves after the strongest creatures. It's like, that was kind of a cool <laughs> little one-sentence explanation. Yeah. So, what happened after the theater is just like, it was, as Sam said, uh, so, if the Zords came to Earth now, would they all just look like humans? A bunch <laughs> of human-shaped Zords? And like, isn't that what the Megazord basically is? So, yeah. then they would all go together and just make a bigger human? <laughs> It's like, I guess, yeah. But I mean, it kind of did. <laughs> That's also another thing yeah. I need to point out. When they all fucking held the line and then they fell into the pit and then they all made the Megazord because it like combined in some kind of fluid transformer like style, the look on their faces is I got the impression that it is something that has never been done before. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Rita's reaction was yeah. something else there. Just what? It was either like, in my personal, it was or like super the, the, rare to happen, yeah. or yeah. the these guys are brand new. They've been, they haven't been Rangers. They've been, they barely even got their suits. How the fuck did they make the Megazord? Yeah, yeah, but she never even thought about the Megazord. They got their suits today. That's yeah. the thing that bothers me. Is she was just like she was just flabbergasted by the things she was, she was currently seeing, and but she had no words for it. it. Yeah. But didn't and she then, say how? Didn't she say how though? No, she no, no, she no. didn't. It was just she was just straight yeah. nothing. I, and, I read and, that on her face though, Cole, and yeah. I thought she said something. When I watched it the second time, no words. Yeah, like yeah. the only thing she ever said was, uh, "You think this power will last?" Yeah. That was when she was basically defeated. Before like, she no, was bitch slapped into space. And she never, because she never gave it a name or anything. It was just like a power they have, and it's yeah, not going to yeah. last. And so, I don't know. I feel like it's something that never happened before. Uh, yeah. And I feel like that's part of the point yeah. is that that's why Zordon's team lost is because they are never actually together as much as this team yeah. was. Yeah. But they've also said that, like as he said before. Like your names will be carved, in um, alongside the t- the the me- the teams of the past. There's definitely been more than one team of Power Rangers. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, yeah, but that's not to say that they've done something like that. Yeah. And especially I mean, like the day they got their suits. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Rita was convinced that they were dead, and then suddenly this thing comes up. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, the look of her surprise on her face, I would immediately say that this is something that just never has happened before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this, there that was, was clearly a look of something new going on. Yeah. Definitely. There's two other things also that I that I noticed, um, like that I kind of like when um, Kimberly swooped down and picked up Billy. Mm-hmm. By the way, that by the way, going back to Billy during the go go power into the running thing, yeah, and then, all of a sudden, <laughs> and then Billy's like running backwards. He's like, I think I got it. <laughs> After midnight, I can't text. Okay, it was pretty funny. ADD. But um, anyway, going back to that, when she picked him up, I'm like, mm-hmm. is this going to trigger, like, are they going to combine together or something? Oh, I was hoping it was like, come on, I want Megazord, I want Megazord. Like, let's, I, they have to bring in the Megazord. Because that's the one thing they did not tease whatsoever in any of the trailers. Didn't they tease it? Yeah. They teased it. No, not the Megazord. I remember seeing some tease Megazord. Um because it was all behind a smoky cloud, though, so it was just like you saw the horns, and I think that was the only tease they gave. But yeah, but if you watch some of the TV spots, it was very overtly in there. Yeah, and that was also around the time that I started freaking out a little bit. Cause it's like, okay, first trailer, I really actually hated because it seemed like they were making Power Rangers into this dark, angsty film. Teenage Breakfast Club this, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, I don't like this. I don't like this dark filter. They've got the whole film going through. Watch the first trailer back. It looks more like the first Twilight film than it does what the final result was. Second trailer comes out. It's like, okay, now I'm starting to get on the hype train. Now I'm feeling good. Then I started seeing some of the TV spots. It was like, okay, I'm seeing the same five scenes, and now I'm watching... Billy going and gyrating the Megasword hips. I'm like, oh, (laughs) this is is not looking good. (laughs) Not looking good at all. They underhyped their own trailers. What? Unbelievable, right? (laughs) Um, Who would do such a thing? Yeah. uh, Shit, what was I about to say? Um, They had a weird scene when they got the Megazord. Where they were like all of a sudden trying to figure out the mechanics of the Megazord, which was never a thing before. Yeah. Was well, like, well, instead of them bringing them all together into the exact same cockpit, they literally yeah. left them where they were and they're like, okay, everybody, it's literally team. Like, that's why yeah. I don't think anybody, because you have to uh, work together to drive it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, okay, let's all go forward. And then they all move forward. But it's like, oh, shit, no, I've got the leg. I've got the other leg. Yeah. And they fall it, forward. It, two legs did, forward. did y'all watch Zoids back in the day? Yes, days? yes. It, it's Zoids? When Zoids, uh, Zoids, which is a anime mecha suit anime. Um, I don't remember this. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah, no, it yeah. was... Uh, the Liger Zero and what have you. Yeah, it, it was yeah. Kyoto's attempt at trying to go and make model kits like Gundams, but yep. they didn't really know how to. I so they kind of that one. That was pretty yeah. CGI. Oh, they, it was. Oh. It was. It was, it was glorious at six thirty in the no six o'clock yeah. in the morning. Yes, it was. Woo. I remember the Dark Panther one for high school. Okay, uh, Liger Zero. So yeah. yes. Um, yeah, no, it was like the whole point of that was like the the whole them trying to work together. I feel like that was, I guess, the whole 
uh, moral of the story is work as a team because that was definitely but, hammered in at a lot of yeah. points. But also the fact that they had to work to become a team. They weren't automatically best of buddies from the beginning. And that was one thing that I heard in the theater of people sitting behind me that said, oh my god, I love that the fact that they weren't automatically this well-oiled team. They had to work for that and come together. And that still, I mean, they were brand new to their suits when they got Megazord there, and they still had to figure out how to work it. And as a new team, they were a team at that point, but they still had to figure out how to work. I, I feel like that was supposed to be a meta joke. Like, am I the only one that's like, anybody ever wonder how they were actually piloting the Megazord in the original yeah. or any of the series? Yeah, see, that's it's like yeah. the first thing that happens is they trip. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. believable. Like, I, 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 like, I it was done in a believable way in a, a humorous fashion, but still illustrating that point of work together, guys. Yes. I think that was that was all part of it. That was the combination yeah. saying, hey, yeah, it's they, it's never been a facet of it before saying that they had problems controlling the Megazord. But then in this one, it's just like, yeah, you got to be a team in there. Well, also, like in the show, they had practiced as a team way before. And in their Zords and what have you, way before they ever formed Megazord. Yeah, they were friends before. Like, they're all friends. Yeah. And well, and like, or they as at a least team, knew each other. Yeah, no, no. no before they ever, I'm not even. I'm as still a Rangers team. Yeah. They were still a team, and then and were fighting and what have you before they ever became Megazord. Mm-hmm. They were yeah. experienced. Yeah. Versus yeah, no, this was day one of having suits. Suits. <laughs> yeah. After their eleven days montage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 11 months. No, 11 days. 11 days. Yeah, 11, 11 days. days. Yeah. yeah. Also, can I can I just say real quick, way to go, guys. You actually did a montage right for a change. <laughs> mm-hmm. By the way, who else thought it kind of um, entertainingly funny when um, he was like, oh, it's totally just a hologram. Boom. Okay. Not, not, a, not a video not game. Not a video game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They also brought putties, too. They had their putties. Yeah, the putties. Oh. Yeah. That what, was... Back to one of my shot for shots of that first fight in their suits with the putties in the quarry, shot for shot with at least, well, generally putty. They did know jumping in over the quarry. The I was kind of hoping <laughs> to see some jumping over the camera, and I didn't see it. And I was just like, ah. But I that, that, that that scenic setup of the the putties on the the wall of the rocks. Mm-hmm. And the team there down on the ground, um, and the the fact that they were in a quarry. Come on, guys. <laughs> what is this like? The first fight when they're in their suits, or the first fight when they're just montage? No, their first fight in their suits. Yes. No. Fucking. I totally. Yeah. I know yes. exactly what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. It felt that exactly one. like the first fight. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And then now all of a sudden, Red had the sword the... just immediately. Yeah. But no one else had weapons. <laughs> no, but because I don't think they're supposed to get theirs yet. I thought they. Yeah. I thought he had his sword automatically to begin with. Yeah, I'm trying I, to remember. Yeah, I mean they did the others. Well, all of them got the power weapons in a later episode, but mm-hmm. 
Jason always had a sword from episode one, but you know, because they were using stock footage, it was yeah. just like a regular sword. Because yeah. in Zhu Ranger, uh, Geki, the Red Ranger in that one, uh, he's supposed to be like a knight. So he has this, you know, I won't exactly go and call it a claymore, but he's got uh, he's got more of a European style. Uh, master sword. You know, yeah, master sword. <laughs> and Just call yeah, that a regular sword. A claymore I, would be way too big. I, I know, I know. I, I I picked the wrong <laughs> I picked the wrong blade right there, but literally you know what I mean. It's just called a regular sword. There is yeah, really just, no name for it. Yeah, all right. Yeah. So just just a, a regular sword. sword. Yeah. A and, sword. Yes. Yes. And they're getting their asses kicked, and then they get the power weapons, which is on when they started going and using them yeah. uh in Zhu Ranger, you know, they just went and did the same thing in the American one. It's just like Zordon and, gave them these more powerful weapons that they're yeah. ready for. Yeah. And we'll so, probably get that in the next yeah. movie. <laughs> I, I, here's the thing. The thing with the sword confused me, though, because he had the sword when he was doing the initial fighting, like the like once they first morphed and they were fighting all the putties. Mm-hmm. But then at the very very end, it's a it's doesn't he brings a physical fucking object that looks nothing like what the thing yeah. he was using earlier, and he puts it back. He's like, yeah, like it in the fight, it morphed out of his suit. Yeah, I, I feel like there is then, some sort of an edit that happened in there. That yeah. got like some, something got cut. Because oh. let's get the second time around. They're only in suits, and I'm including the Zord fight for 22 minutes yeah. out of a two-hour movie. Yeah. Like there's oh, the actually, final battle. There's less time for them in suits than there was in the original Power Rangers movie, and only two minutes more than there was in Turbo. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to say is they edited out a kiss scene. Yes, yes, they did. There was a couple of things they edited out. Oh, yeah. I'd say I'd say that's a big one though. No, oh, that's, like, that's the most well, identifiable one. Yeah. yeah, and I'm okay with that. We do not need romance in this movie. I'm yeah. tired tired of people adding romance because they think a movie needs romance. Yeah. That, especially an action movie. Well, especially one that doesn't have a place in the original canon. I know this is a new property and they're definitely trying to make it something different while still yeah. honoring being, the yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean th- this is a wonderful homage to the original. And I do know a lot of people, especially um Cole's wife Christy, uh <laughs> was not well, happy well, about that. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, our Pink Ranger was not satisfied with that well, in that trailer. <laughs> yeah. Now, but but then the cameo. Come on, those two showing up together. Yes. Fuck. <laughs> By the way, who else cried when Billy died? I. I was quiet, but I knew they couldn't kill Billy. I was emotional, real. but not crying. I wasn't crying, yeah. but I was like really sad. I'm like, oh, Cole was crying. I not for me, I I had the of course it's him that gets killed, but yeah, at the same time no, I'm like we're in the middle of the movie, he can't die yet. I was yeah. just waiting for them to bring him back because like that was the yeah. whole thing is like, yeah. oh no, he's not going to be dead forever. Yeah, you you know he's not going to be back. dead forever, but they still managed to make it an emotional sequence, not quite as emotional but, but, as the campfire okay, scene. But the kids carrying him all the way from the waterfront up to the quarry, jumped into the water, water. with him. Yeah. Like, oh no! Yeah, he seemed dead. like overly, and like how they were carrying him seemed very uh, 
to um, symbolic of something, and I can't quite put my finger on what that would be like Christ or something, but I don't want to say it's Christ. <laughs> mm. No, I, I I get where you're coming from. I mean, it definitely felt um, more like carrying a warrior on his shield sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. It it felt much more. I don't want to use the, the word fe- prophetic, but yeah. It, uh... Yeah, the the symbol of that. Yeah, and... it, it it felt much deeper than just what was going on there, especially with the music they were playing. I'd never yeah. heard that version. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I've never heard that version of that song before. And it was like, damn, the, the song is actually bringing me more into this. Like yeah. their use of music in that one was great. I did. I liked the music. They used good yeah. music in that. They did. And it never felt really weird or awkward. Even the montage sequence didn't feel out of place. It wasn't just, oh, let's go and get a top 40 hit song overlaid over this. Let's, let's actually it's try doing something. Eye of the tiger. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, if I hear that one more time, oh my God. For a I'm fight going... trading sequence. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to go and punch an ADR guy if I hear that one more time in a movie uh, for a montage sequence. Well, just, yeah, the, it's not ADR, but it, yeah. No, no, I'm just going to go yeah. and punch somebody completely unrelated because that's the only way you're going <laughs> to get the sound guy in the pink shorts from Star Wars. <laughs> yes, exactly. He's going to get punched for yeah, something no, that happens in Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah, that, that's just it. Like I. Clearly, they cannot go and teach the sound monkeys what's a good idea, what isn't for a montage anymore. If I hear that one more time, I'm just going to start attacking random members of cast and crew until they go and learn the lesson. That's the Kenneth and Bob's excellent adventure to Vancouver. Find a sound guy to punch. Yeah, uh, no, I'm not going to punch the sound guy because clearly they're not capable of learning. No, no, sound guys are totally not capable. No, the sound guys just do what they're told. No. Well, no, no, they really don't. No, they don't. <laughs> they try. Someone right. who works in the field with sound guys. Yeah, yeah no, what you need to do is told. you need to hurt them in their emotions. You need to go and take their friend out. It's just like, take that fucking edit out, or I swear to God, I am going to blow Philip's head off, and it's going to be your fault. I will put sticky stuff on all of your mics. Yes, that's... Yes. You won't that know what the sticky stuff like. is. It just that it's sticky. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> That's my eye of the tiger thing. Like I had to give them props for doing a montage right because yeah. hey, you guys didn't. You guys didn't feel like you needed to do something unnecessary. Like Big Hero Six. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. The worst part of the film is the montage sequence. Really? Totally. I don't know. I like Fallout Boy though. Uh, which one? So you're talking the training montage versus yes. the building the robots montage. Yeah, no, no, no. The uh, training montage and building mm-hmm. their suits and all that stuff. It's just, uh, guys, do we do we need a top forty song here? You're telling like me we couldn't do some sort of a new orchestration to make this work? Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're taking me from this beautifully designed new world that I'm experiencing and bringing me back to the real world with something that I can go and hear in my car any random time. Mm-hmm. It's like that that's breaking you out of the film and the process on there. Now, this film still kind of did that. They, they fucking but, still had Kanye West in there, though. I know. I know. They still had Kanye in there. But and I still felt like that song fit because that song was all of a sudden it was like intense build up 
because that's a good like kind of fight song. Yeah, it was done effectively. It wasn't just we're doing a montage. Let's shove in a random top forty hit. I, I like Fall Out Boy though, so I felt like yes. that was going to be number yeah. six. <laughs> I get that you like Fall Out Boy. I, I guess that song, no problem. It's like not a bad song. It's not. I prefer I prefer the kids to like that Disney film over Let It Go. So uh, yes, yes, I think I think we all yeah. feel that way at this point. But if, if kids, yeah. if those little girls were singing Fall Out Boy over Let It Go, I think you would not have a problem. No, no, that's it's not got nothing to do with the little kids. No, it's the adults singing Let It Go that drive me nuts. <laughs> and if they're singing Fall Out Boy, you wouldn't have a problem. No, no, I would still have a problem with that because then it's like, I uh, have a problem with everything then. I, I, I yes, have a problem with a Rob. lot of things. Welcome to Rob. Have you met Rob? <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes, I'm. I'm sorry. <laughs> I I criticize mediocrity and I support unique ideas. Oh my God, you did a montage with something different. You did Yay, Rocky. You did a cookie. Yes, exactly. You did the exact opposite of the trend that Rocky started, which was brilliant then. Yes, but now that everyone copies it, most brilliant. Yes, yes, let's just... When you do good, Rob will go and give you credit for it. When you do bad, Rob will go and chastise you for it. When you do something lazy, I'll call you out for it. Because I love Big Hero 6, and it's not that that scene is unforgivable, it's just, it's the worst part of the movie. Because it's the only It's a really great movie, and it's still good, but great and good, good is less than great. (laughs) Yes, exactly, it's just that... That moment just doesn't match up to the rest of the film. Mm-hmm. This movie, the music actually tied in really well all the way through. The cues yeah. for all of it were great. The orchestration, the scores really felt well put together. It, yeah. it didn't just feel and like they were trying to. And, yeah. yeah, It didn't feel like they were trying to sell a soundtrack at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which they still could, because looking it up here. Oh, yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> there's always a soundtrack. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's automatically something you can always find. Is yeah, to. so there, there is one. You know there is one. I haven't actually looked yeah. it up, but there's got to be one out there. By the way, I wanted to mention this as well, but the box office numbers are actually in Yeah, for, uh, for, the, yeah. for, the, for the movie. They pulled in $40.5 million. Yeah. Which, Which it was is only- not bad. Well, no, it's great considering that Beauty and the Beast ended up well outperforming what they expected in its premiere weekend. Mm-hmm. They thought it was going to be an absolute slaughter this time around because there's a general rule for this time of the year when it comes to box office totals, at least for here in the U.S. I don't know about international trends, but when you're talking from January through to about the middle part of April, there's only about $160 million that's going to be at the box office every weekend. So if you're something like Beauty and the Beast, you destroyed everybody last weekend going and pulling in the you know $120 million or whatever it was. I mean, it was a ridiculous amount of money it made. This week, that's they, a Disney movie. Sorry, I, just saying. That, the bar for Disney movie is higher than I, have most that other Disney movies. Money. That's that not Disney necessarily money. true, though. That Disney money. Yeah, but I mean, even Zootopia, Moana, which had really good, you know, opening weekends, you know, still number one at the box office. You're still looking at pretty competitive numbers overall. It still blew everybody else out, but we're talking mm-hmm. about a factor of like double, not quadruple, like what Beauty and the Beast did. So they were expecting somewhere between 80 to 90 million coming in this time around. 88 million Power Rangers, and this was something they did intentionally. 
they released it the weekend after that because they wanted to have something that would be an alternative. You know, it's an action movie yeah. set against something like that because nothing's going but to But not open well. the exact same weekend. Yes, exactly. Because that would destroy it. It would not have any chance. It would just get slaughtered yeah. and fall into obscurity. They chose to go this weekend, and a couple of other films tried doing this as well. Chips and Life both premiered this weekend as well. And Beauty and the Beast performed exactly as they expected. Power Rangers, they expected it this weekend to do about $30 for the opening, and they were expecting about the same numbers next week, and then to go and start running into the more traditional trend. Mm-hmm. They only gave this film a hundred million dollars to work with, and that's across budgeting, all that stuff. Like this is a hard hundred million, not like Deadpool, where they go and talk about the oh well, they really underfunded this project, but then they put twice as much money into advertising for it. Yeah, it's like hmm, this one of these things is not like the others. It's like oh, we're we're making this out like we didn't put a lot of money into it, but you guys put a ton of money into it. No. Mm-hmm. Deadpool, still a great movie. Cannot recommend it enough. Just got to throw that out there. I don't yes, know if Cole's seen it yet. Yes, I have. Hey! <laughs> you get a cookie. Do not take a drink. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Power Rangers had a $100 million budget. They're expecting for it to go and make back its initial cost to develop and to advertise and all that stuff while it's in theaters. And then everything beyond that is just going to be icing on the cake, oh. all the DVD sales, syndication, <laughs> all of that. They expected this thing to go and be an easy take for the money. The fact that it overperformed by 30% is mm-hmm. a huge statement for that. Yeah, uh, considering they took a good four what what did I say 40 million? Yeah, they took a third of the of the weekend's cash. Exactly. So. No, that's that's a great thing for them cuz my biggest concern about this after seeing the movie Oh, God, what if this thing gets railroaded at the box office? What if life actually goes and brings in some money? What if somebody actually goes and sees chips? Which, God, why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> like, I saw that a couple of weeks ago in a preview theater. Oh, my God, that is a horrible film. Uh, but if Power Rangers wasn't a success the first weekend, kiss the chances of a sequel completely goodbye and i think we all really want to see that right now mm-hmm. this thing performing so well th- this is just a great thing because this basically locks it in i will be surprised probably not this week but the following week i am sure they'll be announcing the green light for the second film and probably a 2019 release date Considering everything we've heard, I'm sure the pre-production is already done on this thing. It's just okay. Lions. We could be wrong though. It could be like we could be wrong though. It could be next year. Potentially, I mean, they might be farther. Yeah, they might be farther along on this. I mean, I would be surprised if this wasn't a summer release for the sequel. Because they were really pretty conservative with this one, with the budget that they went and gave it, oh, the time period yeah. they released it in. They Sorry. didn't take a lot of chances with this one, with its release. Mm-hmm. And, oh, dang. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Also, um, what's, so, okay, so what's I, moving? I, so we're, oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so we've talked about its budget and how it's blown it out of the, definitely a hit, we're going to get a new one. Not the second Um, (laughs) exceeded expectations we're gonna get a second movie Um, back onto the costumes Mm -hmm. the one thing that so like in their everyday clothes I love how they were 
not color coded to the extreme that this TV show. It seemed to but be... they were still wearing accents of their color. Yeah, so... but it was only in the situations where like they were going and doing Power Rangers stuff. Because like when they're going yeah. there talking to Zordon, they were color coded. But yeah. then after well, that, yeah. they weren't. It was just like yeah, like the Pink Ranger always had her kind of neck thing. The Red her Ranger had some bralette thing. Um, yeah, yeah. Her yeah, Freddy pink... had the yellow sweatshirt or whatever it was. Yeah, um, Jason had red on his shirt rather than wearing a red shirt. Uh, uh, blue, blue. Billy, Billy had, had his, his blue jacket. jacket. Yeah. Yep. And then, well, and fucking Zach. Yeah, Zach was absolutely black. <laughs> Zach was <laughs> on that one, but yeah. Yeah, the so one part of the 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 suits that with their they were lined up on the cliffs in their suits, looking down at the city as Rita's and Goldar destroying it. Did um, you see their butts? The butts. <laughs> the butts. <laughs> the butts. Oh, I appreciate they didn't put the girls in skirts, but the butts. <laughs> the butts. God, those butt plates. It was. Nah, I just noticed those butts instantly. Shiny butt plates. The, the, it's it's Mass Effect one armor all over again. <laughs> Ashley Williams. Yeah, they she die every single time. Oh. I will let her die every single time. I, I will keep her around for that booty, man. Like, I don't care about the fact that she is clearly a human supremacist. I just... Hey, I'm, a Liara, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Liara fan. Screw that. <sighs> Didn't say she was my first romance. Mm. Or ever my romance, actually, for that matter. Just come out of the realization. Saved her for the booty. Never actually <laughs> romanced her. I made a huge Saved mistake. Her for the eye candy. Around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I should have saved Caden. I have a horrible. Always, yeah, Caden's so much better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes. But, but anyways, man, so. it, just like and like I know people will cosplay it and will be brilliant, and then I know people will have cosplay fails of trying well, to do those. Things. Oh, there's going to be a lot of that. I, yeah. yeah, definitely. There I is like another it. one. There are two things that I want to know. Mm-hmm. One, I want to know what what costume house. Put together the costumes. Number one. Okay. Works at my peeps in Vancouver because that'd be really interesting. <laughs> I'd be really interested to know who who did that because they did yeah. a beautiful job. I'll, I'll have an answer for that by the end of the night, <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, and two. Um, oh fuck! What was it? I completely lost my train of thought. Shoot! You had a train. You had a thought. What? <laughs> I hate you, Tyler. I really um, hate so. I don't know. Do I feel oh like yeah, now I remember. Now I remember. Oh, he's got um, it. Going back to the um, what what's the word? Cameo. Cameos. Yeah, there's the word. There you go. Yeah, I mentioned that earlier. You weren't paying attention. We already Apparently said the cameos. Oh, yes, you mentioned. Yes. Okay. What I, do yes. you have to okay. say about okay. it? Like okay, the green, the cameo that was originally in the in like that that is in the movie with mm-hmm. uh, Jason David Frank and Amy Jo Johnson. At uh-huh. the very, very end. They have a long name. Yeah. yeah, they both have really long names. Um, that actually wasn't the original way that they were going to be on. The, on, on. Huh? They scrapped the original way they did it, apparently. Something what? else. Okay. I don't know what it was, but apparently it was something else. How do you know this? Why? Why News article from Saban huh. that Saban. I read this morning. morning. 
And what did they say in it? I will pull it right up right now. So you're not really sure. Stop. They were because I because they talked about the song. Because the song was the president of Saban was the one who's like we need to have that was the one that made the choice for that if they should have that in the game in the movie. I mean movie. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yes, they have to because it's part of like part of it all. And let's see, Facebook is what I want. Well, Cole's looking that up. Um, mm-hmm. Does anyone else have anything else to say? Because I kind of, I think I've said all everything I have to say. Um, I, I think I've covered most of. And we've been doing this for about an hour and a bit, and so over, yeah, we're wrapping soon. Yeah, Del, we. We put a lot into this one. I, I actually didn't think yeah. we were going to have quite so much to say. And we have like, opinions, Rob. I no, no, I know, but I, so <laughs> we're really not speaking all that different a language here. Like we're, we just want to talk about it. Then that's just, I know it's it's what? just so good. We want to have a conversation. I I just thought for sure we were going to be blasting through some of this stuff. And just, no, we never blast through stuff. What? <laughs> What's wrong? Who, where, where do you get off, Rob? Where do we get off saying something like that? What? Who do you think your team is? Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. My team <laughs> are a bunch <laughs> of loud mouth assholes, and I love you all. <laughs> so, love you too, Red. With okay. that, I think we'll say. I think that's where we should call it. Before I, we do, though, just pause it for just two seconds because I do want to uh, talk about that. Pause what? We're not. We're not editing, Cole. No, I know that. I'm not saying that we are going to pause. Literally, just hurry up and say the thing you have to say. Just give me a two seconds here for fuck's sake. Uh, I don't know. How do we fill time? How do we want to fill time? So, um, shit, other things. Uh, I got nothing. You guys ever well, have anything? I, 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 like, like I said at the beginning, I don't know if I wanted to cosplay a ranger in the suits because hell of oh. a lot of work or. Rita, it, it, the, the green fight outfit. Yeah, just do Rita. Get a good, <laughs> there's not enough villains in the world. That'd be, that'd be epic. That's all I can say. And, and, but then also, at like, the same time, it's like some part of my soul also wants to do original Rita. Here, you know, that's the he believed in that. Okay, I, I so got what I got to say is okay. do you think in the next movies they're going to do the other ranger costumes because they already have like straight out the gate they announced the zeo crystals do you think they're going to do other ranger costumes that's kind of part of the lore and everything maybe eventually but i don't know i like if there's a six film deal yes eventually we'll probably get there <laughs> like i don't know they could but... do it in like maybe the second Possibly the third. I could see it happening in the third, most definitely, where the third movie is all about them losing their powers and then gaining new powers. Um, you know what? I'm. I'm. I can't. Fa- I can't find it. But essentially, what it was, it was just talking about how, like, how much that the president of Saban fought to get that song in there. And number two, um, there's apparently a secret scene. There was a scene that was cut. That was the original cameo for both uh, Jason, uh, original green and original pink. Uh, that probably so, be on deleted scenes on when the DVD comes out. So Probably. I, I wonder if there's going to be a, do- a director's cut. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what, what Rob was earlier. asking for. Yeah, and I, I'm not really asking for it, but it would be kind of interesting to know just how much changed because we know that the original script from when they announced uh, the movie was going to happen 
because uh, that was the one that Jason David Frank was going and shopping around and all that. The expectation was a lot different, and Lionsgate <laughs> Lionsgate was pushing for it, and Saban Entertainment vetoed it, apparently. And I'm really glad they did, because I don't think you could have made something better than this, quite honestly. Hmm. Like, that's... I know that's yeah. probably a controversial statement, but... Geez, that's they did a good job of this, but I do wonder if in early shooting and whatnot they were still using the original script, maybe. Uh, and some of that oh, stuff I changed. Mean, even or... stuff from the final script gets cut to on the. Oh, exactly. Floor. Well, I mean, so... look at look at what we saw in the trailers. I mean, there's at least five scenes that were missing on there. Yeah, including Zach train riding. <laughs> like. Yeah. I, I want to know where the hell that came from because they even referenced it in the movie. But what do you mean? Well, he was just on the train was car just like at the beginning when we first seen him. Yeah, was just, and he just he would go up there to sit where the other girl would go and dance and listen to her heavy metal. Yeah, but in her in one of the trailers, you saw him like dancing on top of a train car moving. Oh, mm-hmm. fuck, I don't know. and she goes and references you know a guy standing on trains. Well, because he was standing like, on the train in the movie. Is so she referencing like, uh, that, or is she referencing what she, yeah. what was going on there, or what was going on in the trailer? Uh, it, it was probably the um, the moving shot, but they edited it enough that, or they were clever in the editing to have the. Yeah, they they made the it shot. work. Yeah, I do, I do like believe the clever that. editing in Star Wars about the helmet. But yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah, I'd say uh, I'd say that's it. I want to see them have their new costumes or get new powers in the future because that's always been a thing. Yeah, definitely. Maybe get oh. their weapons too. I think that'd be really cool. Maybe in the second movie they get their weapons. Yeah, and yeah. Tommy's the bad guy for the whole thing, but then they defeat him, and he's all has to figure out his life, and then goes away, and then in the third movie he comes back as the uh, White Ranger, and they. Lose I'm their curious. Body. I'm curious what the new Dino yeah. Ranger, the Dino Zord, looks like. Ah, uh, the new Dragon Zord. Sorry. Yeah, really also, uh, Cole got an answer for you on who fabricated the costumes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was done by Legacy Effects. Uh, okay. You might know for going and doing the original, well, I should say the uh, first three Iron Man movies uh, mm-hmm. suits. So, there you go. Well, there you go. Okay, but that's enough. Yep. We gotta stop talking. Yes, yes right. cool. that was enough. Cool. You still need yep. to keep talking, though. Why do I need to keep talking? Fucking because Cole. it's time for the upcoming conventions. Yeah. Oh, right. I forgot about that. I didn't even we're realize. We're doing a podcast. Do your thing. Oh, my sorry, God. I'm sorry. I forgot that we were even doing that. Huh? Wow. But in any... What? I got really into the fact that we were doing all this. It was really yeah, interesting. Cole, and have, something else. Yes. And, now, yeah. Get, Cole. Cole. This is your direction here. Okay? Follow me. Follow me here. This is what you need what? to do. I want you to go and read the upcoming conventions. But read it like you're critiquing the Power Ranger movie. Go! Yeah, no. Uh, no. um, so first off, let's see. This is why you'll never make it in Hollywood, kids. So if you are if you are attending any of these upcoming conventions for between the March, I do believe it is. Yeah, it's actually starting right at the beginning of the of the year, between the thirty first and the second. The year? Sorry, the thirty of the month. Sorry, between the thirtieth and second. So, uh-huh. Yeah, thank you, Alpha. <laughs> but in any case, if you're attending any of these conventions, make sure to be safe and have fun. And as always, follow the 11 rules of con. But in any case, though, uh, let's start off with a anime getaway mobile AL. 
in Mobile, Alabama. Mobile, Mobile, Alabama. Oh, okay, that kind of makes sense. Yes, if anybody from Mobile is listening to this and they ever beat you, they will slap you for going and making that mistake. People don't listen to this, Rob. Stop. That's like Arkansas, right? <laughs> um, then we have Ashia Khan in Anatoche, California. Nippo on Canada. Uh, Nippo on Khan, which is in West Westminster, Maryland. Nip N I P P O N. Nippon. Nippon. Okay, it sounds like Nippowin. <laughs> well, it's not. It's, it's not Nippowin because Nippowin has a W in it. W in it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nippon Con in Westminster, Maryland. Um, so weird. F dot A C dot T dot S dot in Ghent, Belgium, which is fax. Uh, Mac Weekend in Kempton, Germany. CameCon in College Park, Maryland. Middle East Film and Comic Con in Dubai. Uh, Tenko, and that is everything for that. And now let's move on to the other side here. And there's nothing over here. Oh, what? the Lebanon Megacon in Lebanon. Um, huh. Lebanon, MO. Missouri. Missouri. Wow. Uh, there you, there, well, there you go. If, once again, if you guys are taking care of anything, um, just make sure you take care, have, be safe, and enjoy your con. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. That was horrible because I completely forgot. But anyway. Yes. All right. <laughs> well, you know what's not horrible? You people out there for, for some reason, going and following through to the end of this podcast. Thank you so much for listening again. Check us out on iTunes. You know that. Leave us a five-star review. We love you for it. Blah, 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 blah. Check out our Legacy Archives on SoundCloud if you missed some of the older episodes on there. No, but you know where we are getting some weird activity? Over at SoccerRangersPodcast at gmail.com, our email, we've actually been getting a surprising amount of stuff. Maybe we'll go and read through some of it next week won't that be fun you can also check out our facebook page soccer rangers podcast we're having a lot of fun it's been a great season so far i've really enjoyed doing this review we might we might need to find more movies to go and do this kind of stuff with because this was a lot of fun here tonight anyway don't forget we will be at soccer con for our only live appearance of the year Hopefully our last year without going and doing something a little bit more with it, because we are soccer rangers. We should do something there. We will be live streaming during that period of time. Cole will be handling our social media since he can't be there. And we're going to be talking with you and loving everything that you've done for us. Thank you so much, everybody. Take care. And don't forget, go and listen, download, or stream. We are doomed. Updating every Monday. Hopefully, take care, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Night. Bye. Play us out, Alpha. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 u